What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bros and Consoles podcast. I am your host, the Pirate King, Nathan Joquette. And to my left over here, the glorious gunslinger, Michael Ponterero. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode 14, February 8th, 2019. You know, when you, when you said episode 14, yeah. for some reason my mind said it went to like, oh, and it's also February 14th. It's not. It's <laughs> no, it's not. That's six days away? Yep. Yeah. That's math. Hey, man. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Good. Nice. Long, long past two couple of days of uh, video gaming, mm. which is a good thing. Mm, I like to hear that. Yeah, it was good. This is All a day video game video podcast. You know? It is. And wait, did you have work yesterday? Nope. Oh, okay, okay. I was off yesterday and today. Are you off tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, that, that's what you were saying. You're not sure yet. Yeah. If you're off they tomorrow. haven't let us know if mm. it'll be canceled for snow mm. and stuff, but we'll see. Yeah, for you people who are not in the um, northwest region of the United States. Yeah, it's good. Or maybe just not in the United States at all, if that's a thing. Yeah, if maybe. If there's people listening from overseas or other countries, you know. Japan. Possibly Japan. <laughs> Konbanwa. Um, but yeah, then as far as like over here in the Portland area, there is going to be apparently a second coming of Snowpocalypse, you know, mm-hmm. or Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. I forget what they called it last year or the year before. Snowpocalypse. On Twitter, it says Snowpocalypse. Portland mm. Snowpocalypse. Okay. Yeah. I think people are freaking the, out. Yeah. The stores are selling out of all kinds of food and bulk items. There was a line out the door for Costco, Costco yeah. tonight, apparently. Yeah. I think like shelves were just empty in like Fred Meyer and Walmart. Like, I understand to be repaired, but the overreaction just seems a little excessive. Yeah. like <laughs> from, a little bit. From the both of us having, like, come from Hawaii, it's, it's like, reminiscent of the days when we get tsunami warnings in Hawaii, and then People the same thing would happen. Freak out. Yeah. And it would happen every every year when there was a tsunami warning. And every year, like no. clockwork, the people would go crazy. Stores would start selling out of bottled water yep. cases. By the cases, people. By the cases. So much, so much water. And there'd be no tsunami. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully. Yeah, yeah thankfully, no tsunami. which is good. I didn't have, like, it's a bad thing. <laughs> but yes, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully, no tsunami. But also, it's just like, man, stores are just making bank at these times of the years. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, I don't know, I'm sure Walmart and Costco and all the stores over here in, in Oregon are pretty excited about the snow apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, please come buy everything we own. Mm-hmm. You know? But you guys didn't come here to hear about that kind of stuff. You guys came for the Bros and Consoles podcast, coming to you each and every weekend, talking about video games and all the fun newsy newses. Yeah. This week, not a whole lot of newsy newses, but we'll get to that later. First, gotta ask Michael, what are you playing? Uh, two games, just mostly. No, let me think. That one, that one. Yeah, just two games. Mm-hmm. Um, one, first one, which I did beat, too. Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Or 2.5, whatever you want to call it. You beat 2. It was yeah. 2. You um, played it on the 2.5 remix yes. for the PS4. Much, much easier than the first Kingdom Hearts. As <laughs> you tell everyone why. can remember. Tell everyone why. Because I was much higher level there than you I go. <laughs> should be. Which is, yeah, like I died still a couple times and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. I under I feel like there wasn't as many boss fights at the end. There was mm. there, there was, was multiple stages in the first one. Right? Yeah, there was like seven or eight. It was mm. so annoying. Yeah, I remember watching you do that. Oh god. But this one I think there was one, two, three, four. Oh, okay, okay. Four, yeah. Which the last one being the hardest. Mm-hmm. 
I think I died a couple times there, but you figure out how to do it and stuff. And yeah, yeah. since I was higher level and I have much strength, I could easily beat it. Okay. But uh, good game. I enjoyed it. I liked it better than the first one. Okay. And I'm ready for number three. I'm nice, money to nice. buy it. Now, when okay, so I know you said you said good game because yeah. good game. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Is it great? Is it amazing? In your in your opinion, um, I haven't played it yet. I haven't played the first. I one would either. borderline completely. it being closer to great. Oh, okay, okay, so borderline great. Yeah, borderline okay. great. Like the things that hold it back is uh, like the gameplay. Donald. Donald <laughs> Goofy. <laughs> Actually, there, I like Donald Goofy in this game. I thought you hated Donald. That was was that I, what you were talking I about. I hated last Donald week? because he would die. Oh, a lot. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, but when he's higher leveled, he doesn't die ah. as much. <laughs> <laughs> the tricks of the, the trade of the in trade. RPGs. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, other than that, the gameplay is fine. There's you do more abilities and you unlock more like keyblades and mm-hmm. <clears throat> forms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the thing that that holds it back in my opinion is obviously the story's convoluted and stuff yeah yeah but there's like it's almost almost in a sense like i don't know you've never played final fantasy 15 mm. i've i've you've played seen, it vicariously through watching you yeah play it. yeah there's a story there yeah yeah but it's almost like it's chopped in pieces and just thrown in and kind of uh, like okay. let's put this together there's our story kind of thing yeah yeah like cutscenes pop up and it's like like it feels it feels go? disjointed because of the parts in between yeah, yeah yeah like there's a lot of cutscenes, so there's a lot to take in and like mm-hmm. this is weird why you're placing that there and that there i'm like uh whatever i just want to play the game yeah and we are talking about kingdom hearts now right? yes okay, back to kingdom hearts sure. <laughs> yeah but yeah i that's that's probably the one downside of it to me. Okay. And again, okay. the camera, it's a PS2 game, so the camera's mm. not super great, and there's things that can you can work on and stuff. But yeah, overall, yeah. I think it's a good game. Okay, okay. Um, my second one, which I'm playing now, mm. I will probably be playing after this podcast, is God of War. Yeah. I, I made a list just... Oh, oh, crap. If I had my paper, you distract the people <laughs> while I run in... Hello, everyone. I'm here to remind you that I forgot to do the housekeeping earlier. So housekeeping, if you have any questions for us or want to chime in on topics, email us at frozenconsoles at gmail.com. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. You got that out of the way now, so you don't have to do that at the end. <laughs> well, no, I forgot yeah. to do it in the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay, I mean, Like you said, the other... Other podcast we did, I forgot which one it was, but you made a list of games that you want to play and finish. Yep, yep. I made a list of 16 games. Oh. And... I forgot, did I say that on the podcast or did I say that to you? I think you said it on the podcast. Okay, I, I have like no idea. Did. If not, it's it's true. What's yeah. What's <laughs> But uh, I'll just read them off really quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Number one was Kingdom Hearts 2, which I beat. Um, Yakuza Kiwami 2, Dream Daddy, Adventure nice. 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2, Oh my gosh. Night in the Woods... Final Fantasy 15, Persona 5, Tales of Berseria, Breath of the Wild, Gears of War 3, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Sunset Overdrive, Resident Evil, and then God of War. Man. So hey, you, uh, Resident Evil 1 or 2? 1. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't put, I didn't. I was going to say, I assume 2 is after that. Yeah. Once 1 is after, finished. Yeah. But yeah. Ooh. Playing God of War because it was the one I wanted to play the most. And yeah. Probably it's funny it's like <laughs> close to last on your list, but it's the one you're starting to. Yeah, because I was going through all of them. Like I'm forgetting a game. I'm like oh, God of War. Yeah. It's I'll the one that you wrote one. down last. Therefore, the one that was most recently. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, playing God of War and uh, it's 
so good. I can see this game creeping into my top 10. Oh. Like the way it's going. It's so good. Nice. nice. So good. Now, I want to hear your thoughts once you finish the game. Yeah. Because as, as you know, and as people know that listened, my thoughts changed when I finished the game. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, it's a it's an amazing experience. Right. But also, and I, I won't like step into it too much. I'll let you keep explaining. But the um, I've kind of thought about it afterwards. And I think in my mind, the game isn't as impactful if you don't know anything about Kratos to begin with. Which is why in my head, I'm like, this can't be like a, it can't be a, okay, this is a weird way to to say it. I'm trying to think of a way to say it that makes sense. But like in my mind, it can't beat back to the the topic of like Spider-Man versus God of War and stuff. It can't beat Spider-Man in my mind because there is a full like series behind God of War, whereas this Spider-Man game was the first in its series kind of thing. Right. Like I think I feel like that like having like five main or like not five uh four like mainline games of God of War that came previously before this God of War gives it like an unfair advantage in terms of like the amount of like meaningfulness that the characters have in okay. there. Or at least that Kratos has. Right. If if it was just like if Kratos was just a, a random character and you know nothing about his backstory and stuff, then some of like the heavy moments that happen in there don't have any meaning right because you know nothing about kratos and Mm -hmm. it's not explained so it's like if you've never played the other god of war games then you don't get that same like invigoration during those like key moments i will say though Mm. and this is just me now yeah yeah. i never played any of the old i played god of war three yeah i saw you play like five minutes like oh man this no Uh but uh i do know some of kratos backstory yeah yeah and that's that's the thing yeah but uh, I don't know. I still it's, again, sorry, I'll have to find it, it, out to the end. Maybe I, I don't remember if I just said if if you haven't played it. I, I what I mean in my head is like if you don't know his story, right? It's not like the game tells you it, right? No, which yeah. is why it's just like that. That stuff is left out because it expects that you know about Kratos to begin with, mm-hmm. which is why like you don't get the same kind of like. There's like there's quiet moments in there, right? That tell a story because you know the past that like kratos has and then the silence is part of that like storytelling in there mm. but without knowing the story previously you have no like connection to it which is which which means you're just basing it off of it being a great game which it is mm-hmm. it's just like it doesn't have that same it relies too much on the past god of war stories in a sense right because it's it's character development or yeah. character like evolution for kratos basically so well we'll see when i yeah. finish the game yeah yeah i want you to finish it finish oh it i'm soon. going to don't worry well we'll talk about it again next next probably next week yeah, i'm, next I'm assuming yeah. yeah well i haven't beaten it by then nice nice so is it just just those two yeah just those two I've been okay. playing. Yeah. i didn't i didn't granted start, they're they're meaty things yeah so. i didn't i started playing kingdom hearts wednesday i didn't play any games before that so yeah. just been those two yeah that's good that's good though what about you um i've only actually played three according to my my list that i i try to keep a list as i go like i'll just write it in as soon as i start playing it and then continue the list from there Mm -hmm. um i played minecraft i've been i've been going back into that a bit relaxing yeah i've i think i was jumping between like um 
Minecraft is now like one of the games I own on almost every system I have kind of thing. Yeah, so I've here. I've been jumping back between um, the Vita, the PS4, and the Xbox One and playing Minecraft on all those. Um, obviously not like, I'm not, I'm not sharing the worlds between the three. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you can only do it between the PlayStation ones, but I'm doing the Vita one for trophies and then the, what's it called? Um, PS4 one to try out different like skins or different world skins. And then the Xbox one for achievements slash like, it's like a fresh console to do it on. Mm-hmm. And the Xbox is in my room. So right. easy access. Yeah, I completely <laughs> agree. <laughs> uh other than that i played some more of the messenger okay. so i'm getting further in there i don't know exactly how much more i have left um there's a point in there where you have like certain items you have to collect and stuff and now i'm at that point and so i think i have like roughly half of the um new like collectible items to oh. get okay left so it shouldn't be that much further i don't mm-hmm. think um so hopefully i'll finish that soon but the last game on my list is wrecking everything around me in terms of my gaming oh, life. Because Apex Legends is freaking <laughs> amazing. Let me articulate that one more time. It's freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. Like, I, I haven't experienced this in a long time. Maybe since, like, uh, Spider-Man, I think. Okay. Where I can't stop thinking about this game mm. and, like, going ba- wanting to go back and play it. It's, it's, okay, uh, for people who don't know, it's um, by Respawn. Um, they're developers under um, EA. And they worked on uh, Titanfall 2. Great game. Yeah, great, great game. Um, but, oh, I forgot, that's not that's not in the news thing, but we can talk about that later. Um, no Titanfall 3 uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, forgot about that. Has to be. Um, but Apex. the, um, so Apex Legends, though, right, is a take on the battle royale kind of craze that's been going on for a while now mm-hmm. starting with like the big the big one that like actually made waves as a as this genre like PUBG, PUBG. and then moving to Fortnite and a few other ones like around it that some call kind of, of swelled duty, and died and yeah call of duty blackout that one but uh apex legends the the newest one to kind of join the ranks and stuff and oh it's so good the the controls are tight Right, it plays like Titanfall Two in terms of it being a shooter. The mobility is much better than, like, more fluid than previous um, battle royale games I've played. Okay, like even more so than Call of Duty Blackout. And Call Mm. of Duty Blackout is very fluid, just because you're constantly like sprinting and mounting things, and you can slide and stuff in there. Right, like Fortnite, you can only run. And then, like, build things and stuff. That's mm-hmm. kind of been one of the difficult things in there is, is like, the maneuverability in Fortnite is, is limited if you're not a not super builder. building, yeah. But um, in Apex Legends, you can obviously run. You can slide. When you slide downhill, it's a constant slide. It's not, like, a timed slide. Oh, okay. And it lets you get down way faster than trying to run down the hill. That's cool. Little tiny like tweaks in there that they've made. You can um, run at like a straight up wall, mm. and if it's if it's not like insanely high, you can scale it oh. because you like run and then like just run up the wall. And if it's too high, you'll you'll know it because you'll start to like run up the wall and lose steam and then just fall back down. Right. But it it lets you basically like scale like small buildings as you're as you're playing 
which is super clutch for trying to like get around environment and stuff. Right. The uh, it still has like the open open and closing like doors mechanic because you want to know where people have been and you want to be able to hide your tracks. Mm-hmm. But the picking up of like loot all over the ground, very easy to understand as soon as you kind of start playing. The um, ammo is color coded, and the the weapons are color coded basically when you're going to pick them up, so that you know what type of weapon you're getting, whether it's like a light um, light machine gun or just like light ammo type of weapon. Um, a heavy ammo type of weapon or a shotgun or energy type of weapon. And based off of all those things I just said, there's a whole bunch of different types of guns and mm-hmm. the guns all feel good. Like usually I feel like energy guns don't feel super tight in games and yeah, don't, don't have that sporadic. kind of like punch. But there's a, um, at least the one that I've, I've used, there's a, um, what's it called? I think it's called the triple take. It's a um, energy sniper. That when you shoot, it shoots um, three bullets, but only uses one. So it's like three projectiles, but one shot mm-hmm. from the thing. Super clutch for like people who are not great at aiming with sniper rifles. <laughs> you like the word clutch. I know, man. It's, this whole <laughs> game is clutch, man. But, um, but yeah, if, if, if you have a hard time with aiming with sniper rifles, like the triple take is, is your solution for this. Mm-hmm. Because now you can aim, and even if you don't get like pinpoint accuracy on the person's body or head or whatnot... It has like two bullets to the side of it that will possibly get it. It's like it's like stabbing them with a fork Ooh. made of energy bullets, you know. So <laughs> it's a it's a it's a and it has like still has bullet drop because if you're shooting from far away, you can't you can't like realistically hit those things kind of stuff. They still include the bullet drop kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The the colors that are used in the game remind me of Borderlands. That's always a good thing. Yeah, um, slightly not as um, I guess uh, like comic like cell shading kind of drawing right but still like splashy vibrant colors mm-hmm. um the characters are all interesting they all have like fun things to say all that the time good. even in just like regular regular environments they're they're constantly like talking and making conversation okay um one of the guys in there um i think his name is mirage i might be getting that wrong but um he, 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 he deals with mirages, basically, right? Mm-hmm. He's one of the characters that you can unlock from playing a lot or um, buying the, like, credits for the game and stuff. Um, and then his voice sounds to me like Nathan Drake. Oh, And uncharted. he's funny like Drake. And I'm just That's like, cool. oh, this is, this is nice. I like this. There's a... There's a um, I'm not sure if he is um, modeled after, like, the Islanders or if he's modeled after, like, New Zealanders kind of thing. But big heavy set guy named uh gibraltar gibraltar and when you like choose him in the beginning he does like moves like he's doing the haka and kind of like holding like a shield and stuff he's a he's like a tank kind of character that's cool the the character i've been playing a lot as is wraith and she basically has the ability to kind of blink out of existence for a few seconds to reposition herself or she can create a portal um, like an entrance portal and an exit portal by like looking at the places she wants to create it and then you travel between those. Oh, that's cool. And anyone around you can travel through them as well. Oh. And then I think the one of the, the super interesting parts of it too is the, so all these characters have um, kind of like a passive ability, a, I guess if you, if you want to compare it to like God of War, right? Uh, they have like a light ability and then like a heavy ability kind of thing. Or I guess the, I think the heavy one is called like their ultimate, right? And then the other one is just like a special ability. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the passive abilities I feel like are very interesting because I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen other games that have like introduced this kind of thing before. Where, um, so like Wraith, for example, her passive ability is she has a voice and it's part of her character, right? She's like slightly, slightly unsure if she's insane mm-hmm. kind of thing. And her passive ability is she hears a voice in her head that warns her of danger. So if someone's aiming at you, you hear the voice. And if you're not paying attention, you don't you don't know what it is. But if you're paying attention, the voice is like, someone's aiming at you. Run. And then it's like they're they're lining up the sights on you. But the voice is like telling you that something's about to happen. Right. Or if, um, what's it called? Someone's calling maybe like a, an airstrike on your area with one of the other abilities. Then... It, it, it like warns you of danger anywhere around you basically and then was it the other one that i thought was really cool the um there's a character i think named uh bloodhound i think it's, i think it's her name okay. or we, we don't know what gender she is yet and it's it's she's a gender like neutral n- neutral or not like t- uh what's it called it's not put into the lore right what, what gender, like nobody knows who sh- who they are or where they're from kind of thing but um cool like um semi-russian sounding accent okay and she's the only or i'm gonna say she because it sounds like a woman in my head um she's the only was that a recon specialist of the the group of eight characters you can choose and her passive ability lets her find clues in the environment but they're not like super highlighted so you have to be actually like scanning the area around you and that can be in the form of uh, footprints where people have just ran by can be in the form of like a, a marker that someone has just jumped off of a ledge kind of thing and it tells you how long ago it happened so it would be like a constantly increasing counter of like 39 seconds 40 seconds 41 seconds based on how far away or how long ago that was that it just happened if they if someone reloads the bullet shells or if they shoot the bullet shells are on the ground oh that's cool and you can use these clues to try and trace like where these people are right but then her special her yeah her special ability lets her actually see the people in the environment based off of like a pulse Mm -hmm. and then i think her ultimate is like infuses her passive plus her pulse kind of ability oh super just super interesting different ways that all these characters have roles to play in the the teams of three right i'm getting i know very different games Mm. i'm getting very uh um, I just had to get uh, Overwatch feels to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very, very Overwatch feels to this. Yeah, and I think I think when before it was um, out officially because it came out, it was like a you know, like a semi stealth release Monday kind of thing. Yeah, um, but it had been like leaked, and I think it had been leaked um, slightly on purpose by like a bunch of different um, influencers and stuff like that. But the, um, yeah, I think they were comparing it to, like, Overwatch mixed with um, Call of Duty 4 um, Blackout. Oh. With, I think, just, like, Battle Royale in general and stuff. Very, very, like, cohesive and interesting kind of mix of games. But yeah. it all seems like it works. Together. Like, flawlessly, basically. Interesting. Oh, if you can't tell, I'm super I, in love with this I game. I can't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just want to go play some. That's, that's good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. And I think the the thing that's gotten me into it, too, is um, I added a whole bunch of people um, from the Kind of Funny community. Or they, they added me, basically, kind of mm-hmm. thing, because I sent my name out for it. And playing with like other people is like a game changer for it. Yeah, it's, it's, I can imagine. I mean, going into it solo is fine. 
But when you actually play with people that have mics and stuff, everyone coordinating, it's a totally Talking, different experience. Yeah. And it's just oh, so good. So good. <laughs> Is it so good? So good. <laughs> and I think I've only played like six hours of it so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I thought it was more, but I've been keeping track of time. And so I've, I've noticed I think it's only like six hours. Nice. But it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. I got, really good. I think I had my, I've, I've gotten close to winning a couple times, um, like second place and then like two or three times in like third place kind of thing but um had my best game the other night when i was supposed to be switching over to um play smash with some um some of the guys that i was playing apex with and oh i guess i played smash too i should i should there you go there. Smash yeah. is Sorry. a second. <laughs> i forgot to, I, I had didn't have it written down so i forgot but i played some smash um but i was going to be switching over to smash to play with all of them and then um, jumped into a match because they they had, they had originally started in a match and so I was like okay I'll play a match and then it'll be done fast and I can jump in with them. Mm-hmm. Um, quickly evolved into that game being my highest scoring game ever. Oh wow! I think I I, I average I want to say like one or two kills a game kind of thing, and that's maybe like the two is probably pushing it kind of thing. Right. One is probably the better number there, the more accurate number, but. This game, I got, I think, like, six kills. Oh, nice. I, I finally got, there's a trophy tied with um, becoming the, the kill leader. And I finally got it. And I'm like, yes. There you go. I feel like part of the group now. <laughs> <laughs> part of the team. Part of the team, man. <laughs> I think I had to save, like, my two team members, like, I don't know, two or three times during that, that game session. See the MVP, man. Yeah, I was just like, I'm like, come on, guys, stay alive. And I kept healing them, healing myself. And I'm just like, okay, mowing down these fools that are coming at us. I'm just <laughs> these like, fools. oh, man. Like the, so it's it's teams of three yeah. um, in every group, I mean, unless you can't form a full team. But um, teams of three, um, the m- player amount is only 60 per match. Okay. Which makes it feel, um, I feel like it's more intimate that way. Yeah, not a not and, 100. Yeah, not 100. And then I, f- I, I sense that like people are closer when there's only the 60 kind of thing. It always feels like they're closer. When it's 100, it's such a like large number in my mind that I'm like, no, they're probably far away. They're kind of scattered. Yeah. But when it's 60 and I know that these people are all traveling in packs like with their actual squad. And that's the thing too is like I haven't seen people going solo in this game. Like it's very rare to see people go solo and split off from their their group. group. Um, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add like a few more things because we've been talking about this a while. But um, <laughs> one of the one of the really cool things that I like about the um, dropping system because it's just a regular kind of thing. You parachute out or not? You don't parachute, but it's like the other games where you come out of a plane or some kind of moving bus kind of thing, right? And then you have to make your way down to the ground. Yes. Um, the other games, so like PUBG and Fortnite, when you go out, you can like dive for a certain amount of time and then eventually your parachute deploys or your glider deploys, yes. right? And that is a slow descent. And I, I've always hated that part because there's always people that are faster at oh, yeah. descending than I am and I don't like it. Yeah. But in um, Apex Legends, it's there's no parachute. You come oh, out of the thing and you're just rocketing down. You have like a trail of... Like some kind of colored, um, not steam, but uh, smoke behind you. And every single team that jumps out has their own trail of colored smoke. So you can um, hold a button while you're aiming at a, at a place and like pressing forward to make yourself go faster towards the ground. And when you pan around while you hold the button so that you're not moving yourself off trajectory, 
you can see all the other teams and where they've jumped and where they're going based off of the smoke trails. Mm. And one of the character's um, abilities in the very beginning is that he can send out decoys. So it looks like just lone people that are oh, that's cool. flying towards another place to kind of throw people off the trail. Right. Strategy there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the like the there's there's like a swell of music in the very beginning as you're jumping jumping out and like soaring down towards the ground and this happens like every game it's not like a one-time kind of thing um but like the the music swells as you get like closer to the ground and stuff and it kind of adds intensity like right to that the, the very beginning drop point down, yeah. and then when you're on the ground it starts to like get quiet again and now you're scavenging for items That's and hiding cool. from people and stuff and oh Oh, so many good things so many good things to talk about <laughs> in this game not enough time in one podcast <laughs> i will be honest though i i might check it out but do it i i i, I don't know how long you'll stay in. i i probably not long yeah, yeah. knowing my track record of multiplayer <laughs> games but i wouldn't be opposed to trying and seeing how it is yeah and it's free for anyone who wants that's to play true. it it's free just just download it but yeah that's, right. that's that's the games we've been playing. And I added in Smash. Everybody knows what Smash is. Yeah, Smash is Smash. It was a lot of fun. I think I played for like a couple hours with or maybe an hour. Hour hour or two with the the guys I was playing Apex Legends with. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Just just four random dudes all playing games together, you know. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fun that's stuff. that's what life's Shout about. Shout out man. to Flash Nick and the other dude who was playing with us. I forget wow. his name. <laughs> no, cuz it was yeah, a, it was a complicated thing in the Nintendo uh what's it called nickname thing and i was like ah i can't remember what it is right now but yeah a lot of fun though it's cool yeah Mm -hmm. but you know what time it is now after that riveting opening (laughs) they're broken your report (laughs) (laughs) that's like a soft like i don't know what that was this time touching your soul that's what that was was good i liked it (laughs) now um there are seven items this week so Lucky number, luckily number seven is back. Ooh, you know? I almost, I f- almost for some reason almost said uh, another tagline from another podcast. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> uh, who cares? We'll just, we'll just, we'll just say whatever we want. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, first one that I got this week is: Have you? Did you hear about the um, machinima closing down? Yes. Yeah. So, so sad news. I feel like I wasn't a super fan of machinima in general I, I didn't watch like all their stuff but the stuff that i did watch i enjoyed mm-hmm. um so that was over on polygon by ons good and so apparently this week um like we are like we said machinima closed down and since we don't have like a huge like track record with machinima in general and stuff like hopefully hopefully everyone over there lands on their feet and i feel like the the gaming um kind of like job ecosystem is generally pretty good about like everyone's able to find a place or at least from what we hear about the stuff when mm-hmm. people like or when places close down and have to kind of spread out to other sections of the industry um but i was wondering um since machinima has been around for a long long time and i think they they even like took down all of their videos from youtube oh, wow. like the 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 company that that took them over and then closed them. I guess just like had them take down all of their videos because of possibilities of copyright strikes from the sounds mm-hmm. of things. Just because of if if there's a possibility that like some music was yeah. used in one of those videos and it stays up, they don't want to have to deal with that like logistically in like lawsuits. But they yeah, so they just took down like years and years of content 
that that was created and now is just gone forever. Um, I was wondering though, so thinking about this kind of huge thing closing down overnight, seemingly, and then um, where we kind of are as a video game industry currently, uh, where do you kind of think, or where do you kind of see the the future of video gaming um, as an industry going? Currently, like we're in the, I feel like we're in like the the Twitch slash like streamer streamer kind of like era. Yeah. Where it's like a, those are huge parts of like what video games are, especially to like the, the public eye. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case like, what, even like five years ago, I think. That wasn't yeah. like they weren't this huge on the scene kind of thing. It, back then it was it was YouTubers and mm-hmm. everyone watching people like doing like Let's Plays and reviews yeah. and stuff like that. But where, Wait, do you, where do you kind of think we're heading next? Uh, or where would you say that you... Just more along that path, like streaming, like even like the YouTubers who were doing YouTube and playing video games and Let's Plays mm-hmm. are still doing their Let's Plays, but they've also evolved to streaming now too. So yeah, it felt like they... Or yeah, they, they, they didn't just disappear. Yeah, they just evolved. I, I could just... I see it more going towards that. Like, I would say, like, uh, even kind of funny, they put up Let's Plays, they do streaming. Yeah. Rooster mm-hmm. Teeth. There's a whole bunch of that with Achievement Hunter and uh, yeah, yeah. Funhouse and all the other brands they have within it. I just, more, I say more, I see more user player based stuff going up. Mm-hmm. More so than like actual, how would you describe it? Um, popular individual. I, I see a rise of more streamers, just like okay, even more streamers, even more kind streamers of making yeah. a name for themselves mm-hmm. online, so or through Twitch or like some other program that gets like yeah, whatever, whatever becomes big in the future. Yeah, I just I see streaming and video games going hand in hand still. Yeah, 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 and it's hard to like imagine the future without those things now that they are a part of it. Because mm-hmm. it, it almost in a sense they they it's a big part of how people get introduced to games too yeah and for yeah. me too like i, I watch jacksepticeye or like you or game grumps or whatever mm-hmm. i'm like oh this game looks cool oh it looks really cool i'm gonna play it now since i watched this and stuff yeah yeah do you, do you still keep up with jacksepticeye mm-hmm. i've oh, wow, gotten back nice. into him recently yeah i'm glad nice. i've missed him yeah, yeah i've really missed him. it's like when it's like when you go back to people that you used to watch from a long time ago and you start to hear them doing whatever they're doing. It's like, oh man, I've missed this kind of yeah. like conversation and things that they it's, do. It's it's good that Jack he's Jack still doing video games and stuff. Oh yeah, he's definitely yeah. evolved to like his style and stuff. Mm. Is he still the like um, super loud top of the morning? He still does that, but he's okay. Definitely, but it's toned down. Yeah, he's more of himself now. Yeah, which yeah. is which not, is good. Not like a f- not screaming every personality second. Yeah, kind of thing. he yeah. he did a video recently of him talking, watching his old videos. He's like, yeah, man, I try to change my accent to a more Americanized one. Um, I try to enhance my personality. I'm like, oh, it took me a while to get into my own. Yeah, your own kind of like flow. being, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it's, streaming is still the future. I feel like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't see getting away from that. Yeah, I think um, when I kind of think about it. And obviously, like like I've mentioned before, when we have these topics, like I, I usually write these things down and then we record the show and I have to think of my response yeah. to fly kind of thing. This is why you ask me first and then you like, can formulate your <laughs> yeah, own answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the way the business works. Um, but I kind of see a... Um, so like we've kind of seen like the um, YouTube era, right? where um people kind of start like popping up and you get these really huge like big name um youtubers that kind of like push um gaming i guess like coverage forward a little bit in terms of like um 
uh, kind of being like uh, tasters yeah. of like different video games and styles of games and like styles of just presenting content in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get people who kind of like pile up with similar styles because the the style seems to be like well supported within like whatever kind of like YouTube algorithms there are and things like that. But people enjoy watching those styles of videos like Let's Plays or um, Reacts when those were like a huge thing and stuff. And, yep. Um, you kind of conform to the, the mold that seems to be working. Um, and then we entered like the, the current like Twitch streamer kind of era where people are now just playing games and just hours on end and then people are just jumping in to watch and just thousands thousands of people just do this all the time um and whether it's like large streamers or small streamers there's just people are just able to kind of do this whenever they want Mm -hmm. um i almost kind of see eventually like the um and 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 this is probably in my mind because of seeing how like kind of funny has kind of integrated um themselves into the current like marketplace and stuff where um i kind of see overall that like the gaming community kind of um obviously not 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 separating themselves right from like other types of media and stuff but kind of uh coming together and doing like a lot more um collaborative things yeah whether it be like um what's it called um like how uh respawn kind of reached out to popular streamers like um ninja and Mm -hmm. other people to kind of um be the yeah be be the um voices that were kind of saying like hey like check out this this new thing that's coming out this week apex legends and they're going out and doing it and then some people are actually sticking around afterwards like hey this is no longer a like we're no longer being paid to say this but this is an awesome game yeah (laughs) but i kind of see like the developers and publishers and streamers and youtubers kind of like collaborating more because Mm -hmm. i feel like eventually people have to see that all these people have audiences for a reason and people love these games and these developers for reasons and i feel like the the next thing that makes sense is for these people to all kind of like talk together so that everything can kind of um like be more cohesive right and i know that happens already with people um like publishers or developers sending out like uh game codes and stuff to people who ask so that they can be streaming the game and kind of show off the the product before it actually comes out right but i feel like that could still become like an even larger thing where maybe you don't even have to like only go to the um i don't know like the the i'm just i'm just saying numbers here but like the top three like performing twitch um, streamers you don't have to go to like the big names to do it it's like you're able to find the real like nitty-gritty like crowd for these types of games and be like oh you like i oh, forget the name of the guy we talked about last week that oh, the, was the... the sea of thieves yeah um but like they know that this guy runs this type of game Just and they're niche. like hey this is this is basically for you and even though you're not a huge like name thing we know your audience is going to be into this and so we send this thing like straight to you kind of thing rather than just like hey ninja you want to play this puzzle platformy game kind of thing yeah, and it's weird. just like nah man <laughs> i play fortnite <laughs> yeah he says word for word <laughs> verbatim and ninja's great I, yeah I, sorry i don't watch ninja i'm sure he's i'm sure he's a great person and yeah stuff, and i'm sure he does great stuff but the uh, the the point of that is like there are certain like crowds for certain um, games. games and certain like um, crowds that need to be reached by these people. Right. So it's like I feel like they can get even better at 
reaching the audiences that they want to be reaching mm-hmm. rather than just trying to cast a broad net with like every single game that comes out right because it's it it feels it makes it feel i guess more disjointed where it's just like we want i know people want as many people to play the game as possible but if you're like throwing out these indie game titles at like people who only play stuff like call of duty and battlefield and stuff like that then gonna be interesting. it's yeah it's not for them so you got to go to the people who like do care about that stuff like like us who are indie game centric yeah and then play big things as well so it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of um growth that mm. can happen with this like interconnectedness and i kind of i kind of hope that that soon that happens. comes along soon you know i also when you were talking it also made me think of another thing that i could see change going into mm. how the game grumps uh created their own video game in dream daddy yeah it'd be yeah. really cool. I, I don't know if rooster teeth Rooster Teeth has made games, but not like any mm. like mainstream games. They they yeah, like they made like Ruby and stuff. Right? Yeah, Ruby in anime. They made yeah. Ruby. Oh yeah, sorry. But, and they made the game for Ruby. So. But uh, it would be cool to see like these companies. I'll use Rooster Teeth as another example. Yeah. yeah. If they started making games, developing mm-hmm. their own games, like Game Grumps did, like that would be really cool. Like these focus groups, even like Jacksepticeye, like yeah, a bunch yeah. of YouTubers get together and they just make their own video game and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's a great like now that you bring that up, that's a great direction for them to move to because mm-hmm. I mean once you you need a certain amount of energy for all these types of things unless you're able to really just like kind of sit back into your own like personal groove and you have like a chill vibe or maybe that's just like what you are as a streamer is you're like a chill streamer right and people come to you and they they like you for that but if you're like a high energy kind of like um, performer whether it's like streaming or videos eventually you get tired oh yeah for sure so it's like it's like you need to you need to eventually be able to pass on the torch to somebody else Mm -hmm. kind of thing to do and i feel like that that would be a cool kind of like cycle for people who have been doing this for so long covering games for so long to now be able to fall back and create games while the new generation steps up to kind of like publicize the games that are being created yeah that would be cool yeah i like i like the sounds of that cycle it's Mm -hmm. a really cool idea there but one one thing that's coming up that doesn't sound like a super cool idea that I'm not super excited oh, no. about is um, there's apparently, I don't know, I, I think from what I remember reading, it doesn't sound like it's been implemented. It's being talked about as like it's being put forward into, um, I think put forward to the voters kind of thing. So in Pennsylvania, Freaking they Pennsylvania. are proposing a um, gaming syntax and that's not... For you people who know what a, what syntax is, it's not like S Y N T A X. I'm talking about a S I N space tax, as in like the things we don't like taxes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just assume people in general don't like taxes. No, you know? no, you can't. I think it's a fair assumption. But um, so this is being talked about in Pennsylvania, and the article that I got it from was on Variety by Stephanie Fogel, and they were kind of talking about it. Um, Basically, it was it was a um, debate that's kind of going on and is happening during the state's esports month, which is apparently February. I guess February is the official esports month in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that a? I, I haven't heard about it anywhere else. So I haven't either. I, I assume maybe just Pennsylvania. Maybe. But um, big sports state. Yeah, yeah. Esports. There you go. The month of esports is February. All right. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so, so basically, so Pennsylvania legislators have, um, and this is not the first time, so they've once again tried to introduce a bill which taxes certain video games sold in the state, 
and it would be video games that have either a adult or mature rating. Okay. Um, and basically, so the so this is the the bill. It's House Bill Number One Hundred Nine aims to impose a ten percent tax on adult and mature rated video games 10%. sold at retail, in addition to any applicable state and local taxes. Ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. So Oof. if if it's if it's a sixty dollar game, that's an extra six bucks Oof. on the game. Yeah. Right. And it says money collected will go into a newly created digital protection for school safety account and be used to enhance safety measures in Pennsylvania school districts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was introduced by Republican Christopher B. Quinn. And let's see. Okay. I guess he first introduced, sorry, he first introduced a version of the bill in October of last year, but it died when it was introduced from the sounds of things. Okay. But it's being attempted to be introduced again. Right. And. Obviously, we don't live in Pennsylvania, but but you, I feel like, have like more ties have, to Pennsylvania ties. in, in Mostly, sense of all like all my relatives are there. Yeah, yeah, in sense of family and in sense of like you you like Pit, you like Pittsburgh. I do like know? Pittsburgh. You like the pirates. I do like the pirates, the Steelers, like the Penguins, <laughs> everything that all comes Pittsburgh from Pittsburgh. Teams. But the tax, the gaming tax. Like, uh, what are your thoughts, Michael? I I I like what the. What it's going towards. Yeah, the, the fun for school safety measures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it goes down to, I, I feel, censorship, I feel like. Like, mm. in a, I guess, I don't no, know yeah, if censorship yeah. is the right word. I mean, no, yeah, it's like trying I, to. I feel yeah. like people shouldn't decide for other people what they shouldn't be doing or what they shouldn't be watching. I feel like, yeah. in this case, kids... It should be up to the parents to decide. You shouldn't like, you shouldn't like enforce a tax that makes it more expensive for violent video games. Yeah, it's hard to to put into words. Yeah, I, and, uh, I, if, if if I can jump in and throw, because I think I think where you're kind of throw, going towards is that like putting putting this tax on video games is I assume. The idea is to um, not prevent, but like deter people from buying these games. Yeah, that that now like legislators are being like, this is something that's bad that shouldn't be in the hands of people in the community, kind of thing. Let's put it. We can't just take it away because of all like the freedoms and stuff that people in in America and like everywhere like enjoy. Right. But instead of doing that, let's do the next thing that we can do, which is tax it to make people not want to buy it exactly. and slowly try to move them away from it. It's like the Republican Chris Quinn, right? Uh, yes. In yes. this, I popped up another article with the same topic. Oh, okay. So NBC Philadelphia. Quinn told NBC 10, this is not about censorship, censorship mm. but rather about finding a new revenue stream. He did, however, note that many have concluded that violent video games are a risk factor for potential violence. Oh, this bill does not prohibit video games, is a quote now from him. Instead, it simply provides a revenue stream uh-huh. and tries to recoup some of the s- social costs to help make our schools safer by taxing an industry that has been shown to lead to violence. Oh, jeez. That right there yeah. just completely almost sells me on that. This tax is bogus. Yeah. This tax <laughs> is bogus. Uh-huh. Like, his... Their main, what's the word? Objective. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. It, it's it's to try and try and kind of censor video games. Yeah. And stuff. Because it, it, essentially, I feel like if the games become more expensive, if this is successful, right, and games become more expensive in Pennsylvania, 
obviously it's a small area of the world where these games are being sold but um it's That's philadelphia and pittsburgh though yeah, yeah. There you go. but the but i mean like in 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 the case of if this was say like the entire u.s that this was happening in um that's a huge market that suddenly takes a dive or at least like a, a severe like cut likely in mm-hmm. the amount of people buying certain games just because it's more expensive yeah like people already complain that games are expensive and if they become another like 10 percent more expensive I can't imagine like how that would affect sales, but I imagine it would be, It'd be very yeah. bad, you know. And it's just like the yeah the 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 thing I don't like about it is that like like how you're reading about the the whole kind of throwing in peppering in there like oh it's been it's been said by other people to lead violent, to blah 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 yeah. blah blah, and I'm just like okay there's there's always going to be people that say it does this and there's always going to be people that say it doesn't do this yeah right. If there's any kind of debate going on in there, then that means it's not for sure a thing over there exactly. on your side, which means you shouldn't just try and push these tax things on there. Yeah, I agree. Like, we, we know because we're hardcore gamers that there are so many great ways that video games can affect people. Mm-hmm. And we also play these, like like uh, Doom, I'll use that as an example, because I think was the, the cover picture in the story that I is. pulled up. Is like like Doom is a ultra violent game. Yeah, gory to the max. Gory to the max. But I mean, you're you're also killing demons in there. Yeah, you know, which newsflash, not something in the real world. Yeah. All right. So if you're if you're worried about these like ultra violent things, you need to start looking at other sources because it's not just like a child is picking up this game and suddenly like I, I can be like the somebody. Doom guy and yeah. go kill people out there. You know, there should be other places you should take or or try to fight in regards to violence don't pick video games as like the yeah. main video games are constantly like the scapegoat for exactly these that's the word yeah scapegoat. and it's, it's people just like to point fingers at easy answers yep and things that they don't um consume you know in terms of like things that they take in as their own media and stuff mm-hmm. it's i i i would be shocked if this if this guy who introduced the bill played video games oh at probably all. not you know I, I assume it's all just these like old white people and i say that because majority of politicians are old white people you are not wrong <laughs> and i assume it's just old white people that are like on their fence and they're just looking at these things and being like that looks bad let's, let's try and get that away yeah, from people people shouldn't be doing without, this stuff yeah like but without trying to understand it mm-hmm. like these people aren't going in and being like okay well let me play this game let me see how it makes me feel kind of thing. They're not doing these like taste tests of their own. No, they're, they're not, assuming. Yeah, they're just assuming. They're like, oh, there's a school shooting that happened in Pennsylvania. You know, I think I think people in Pennsylvania also play these M-rated games. Or, they must be related. Or they're associating, oh, the person who did the school shooting played Call of Duty two months ago. Uh-huh. That's the reason why he did it. Yeah, it's like, like oh, he was, he was known to always play Call of Duty in his room and stuff. But then they leave out things that actually like mess up the kid. Like, mm-hmm. oh, his his apparently his family life is really messed yeah. up. Yeah. Or he has like a mental disease or yeah, something. Has, has a, yeah, has a mental disorder and, and just psychotic break and snapped. Yeah. It's like the, there are other factors involved and there's no one answer that's just like fix this and the problem goes away. Yeah. Because newsflash, school shootings aren't going away and they probably never will unless we have like other an extreme like dictatorship yeah. that like puts fear into people and 
stops these things that. from happening, which we don't <laughs> want. Yeah, I'm just like these. There's not. There's no like good solution to these things because there's no easy solution to yeah. these things. You know. Completely agree. Yeah, and so just 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 stop trying to tax things that we enjoy just because you don't enjoy them. You yep. know. And, and and that's the thing too is like the I I, I appreciate the where the funds are going yes but i feel like the um the tax sends like the wrong message, message. it's 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 like it's it's one thing when you have a tax on um cigarettes right because i don't think i don't you. think anyone i don't think anyone could try and prove prove it wrong at this point that cigarettes are not bad for you yes right um, but having a tax on that, it's like conclusive. We know it's bad for you. We know it causes cancer and all these health problems. Tax it because it's a bad thing. There's no conclusive evidence on, on video games. That's like video games cause this, Violence, this, and yeah. this tax it. Yeah. Because if that was the case, it would have already been taxed. You know, it's it true. would have been passed a long time ago, I don't but it's, know. yeah. It's just it's just so it's so weird how these things keep on trying to like reach out and grab it. And yep. I'm glad that the the gaming industry is able to kind of like stay fluid and stay active mm-hmm. in like fighting these things. But which they should. Yeah, they should. They need ridiculous. to. But yeah, because it's it's their way of life. Not not the not the making of ultra violent games, but just the making of games in general. Right. You know, it's part of their livelihood. They gotta like defend it where they can. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, man. Just hopefully, hopefully we won't see this thing pass in Pennsylvania because I don't want to do a report on how this thing well, became be a, a domino effect. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, because then I just, I just don't want the slippery slope to start yeah. where it's like one, one state has it, and now it's like, well, Pennsylvania has it. We, we should have do it, it too. too. And I'm just like, no, you shouldn't. I agree. Uh, man, politics. Politics. This is this is why people get so heated up over yeah. over politics and stuff. This is why nobody's happy in the U.S. <laughs> because of political climate changes and whatnot. Yep. Uh, man, just needs a. I don't know. There's there's nothing. There's no good way to talk there, about politics. Again, there's no easy answers. Yeah. Compromise yeah. and just talking helps, but yeah. not arguing and not listening. Yeah, and it. also just being able to to accept other views than your own. Exactly. You know? And and I feel like it's it's uh, what's it called? And I and I obviously I just said accept other views other than your own, and I'm it sounds like I'm just talking about my view. Kind of yeah. Thing. But accept other views that are not your own when you're the one doing the kind of like attacking. Yes. You know. Obviously, Understand attack people. is a strong word, but you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. We're now a yeah. political podcast. No. No. <laughs> never. No. Don't want to. Not even close. But um, moving on from there to this is kind of like a weird like bumpy ride, um, bro. Opinion report we got going on. <laughs> uh, moving on from there to number three on the bro opinion report is that um, Xbox Live is apparently coming to Switch. Yeah, yeah. So we've had, we've had reports of this coming out. Um, the one I grabbed it from was Oscar Deus on Gamespot. I like the name. I do like the name. It's a cool name. Um, I was like Amadeus. Amadeus. Oscar Deus. Amadeus Finch? Is that a thing? I have no. I don't know what that is. I, I think it's part of a song. Amadeus. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a song. It's, don't Art. sing it anymore. We're going to get copyright strikes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes, like, you know, your brain just, like, grabs things and it's like, that sounds like a thing. But yeah. I don't know if it is or not. That's probably what's going on. Yeah. Amadeus Finch. Somebody look that up and email in about it. Um, but the, so Xbox Live coming to Switch, right? Yeah. 
they have said that um, there's going to be news about it that's kind of detailing what this means in, um, I believe, in March when uh, GDC happens, the Game Developers Conference mm. in the U.S. Um, so we'll know basically what it is then. Right. They're not going to say anything about it now from the sounds of things, and they're probably going to keep it real quiet because they don't want this to leak until there's an official announcement. Right. But um, I love speculating. Oh, I things. do too. You know, that's, that's what this is all about. But what do you think this could mean and what do you what would you want it to mean for i think because i was reading an article about it Mm -hmm. and i think they were speculating what it is yeah yeah at this point everyone's speculating i think and i i'm like oh that's a good starting point Mm -hmm. that it's going to be for games that are on the switch that are also on the xbox well you'll be able to get achievements while playing them on the switch Oh, that would be awesome. Say, say like Doom or yeah. whatever games are also on the Xbox, also on the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. you'll get tro- I said trophies, <laughs> achievement for. So that, that yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but would be really cool yeah. if it does super well and people are like, oh, yeah. And then Sony <sighs> makes trophies oh, man, compatible please. with the Switch too. Please, please, please. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Dear Shuhei, Dear hear Shuhei. our prayer. <laughs> Give us trophies on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that's at least with the article and I agree with it, I can see happening. Yeah. Not just like a random Mario game. You'll get achievements for it. But games uh, that are like cross-play or yeah, cross-system play. Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, that would be cool. I like that. I like that idea. Um, so, so I'm glad that we've heard different things of like different rumblings of speculations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, one that I've kind of heard... Um, uh, and I believe it was Tim Geddes who was talking about it. Um, he was saying that he thinks it's going to be um, very bare bones in the sense of like you can check stats. You can check Xbox stats on your Switch if oh. you were so inclined kind of thing. So like be able to check like um, I assume he means like um, games that are coming to live or th- like promotional kind of stuff and right. then be able to see your own like friends slash achievements on the switch but it not having anything to do with playing games on the switch that almost in a sense to me seems like why would they even announce that yeah i know and in my mind too i'm like i'm like why that's, would they make an announcement to... if there's nothing of substance like in why it? would i want to view my achievements on my xbox on the switch exactly like, what's the i'd just be playing my xbox if that was the case exactly but yeah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a very it's a very interesting take that I've that I've heard, and I'm just like, that's a strange way yeah. to think about it. I can't imagine that being the case. No, but almost um, anticlimactic. Yeah, it was, oh, man, that would be like the freaking like what did, what was that? Um, oh my gosh, what was the the way back in the day the um, really like unexciting like E3 conferences and stuff? Oh yeah, just some of the weird like cringy moments. It, 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 I feel like that would be a case for the, if oh, this, this was announced. Coming. You can view your uh, achievements on the Switch with this new app, and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys at E3. <laughs> like, no. But, um, yeah, I don't. I think Xbox at this point is getting too smart to do something ridiculous like yeah. that. Um, I would hope that you could play, like, like games that are... Um, like you, like that, that makes way more sense the way you mentioned it. Um, games that are cross-platform mm-hmm. that are 
accessible through Xbox Live. If you own it on Xbox Live, you can download it on the Switch, Switch and, get and play it, and yeah, get achievements like that. I would love the achievements cool. thing. That would be amazing. More reason for to play the Switch then. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> more more reason to buy things on the Switch. Yeah. You know. But also that that cuts into like Microsoft uh, or what uh, they just renamed themselves uh, Xbox Game Divisions or something like that. Mm. That's like their new title, I think, or something. Okay. Um, but that would cut into like Xbox um, profit stuff. But then I think also like Phil Spencer has like talked about um, I forget if it was in tweets or just like statements that they don't see um, the future of kind of like the Xbox Games division. As only being based off of Xbox sales. Okay. Like Xbox um, console sales, I should say. So that says to me that, like, you're going to open up the door to being able to buy things, like, from your Switch that you can play on the Switch and the Xbox kind of stuff. Mm. And I'm just like, I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that, too. I would love to just be able to, like, buy a game and then play it on either the Xbox or the Switch. And we know Sony's not jumping on this bandwagon because they're just like the loneliest on the island over here <laughs> they're just they're like building their they're, fortress they're like, walls they're japan before the u.s that forced is, yeah. them to open their walls there you go man they're the they're the ronin state over there yeah but yeah man the i think that's kind of what i'm hoping it it will be is that like you can you can buy games that are compatible on both systems and play them on either one it which means like most... now your xbox becomes a portable system yeah. too yeah. Because you basically, if you have a Switch, you have a portable Xbox player. It'd be awesome. That would be amazing. It'd be great. Sony, Which I hope if you're is listening, the case. if you're listening, Sony, do, do similar things. <laughs> do similar things. I will We're play. We're gonna make our own Sony Switch. Oh man, that might be cool. Yeah, I'd, li- cool. I'd like another Vita. You know, I would too. I'd like a Vita too. Oh man. There's there's so many so many exciting things that could be happening there, but it's it's just too far away at this mm-hmm. point. You know, we'll find March. Gotta wait till March. It's only a month away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to jump right into the next one though, number four on the Bro Opinion Report, and that one is something that I actually just kind of grabbed um, recently. So it's talking about Amazon. Okay. And we've heard that Amazon is kind of going into the um, game. I don't, I don't know if developer's right word. Publisher, maybe? Yeah, They're kind of going into the like gaming, game yeah, gaming, streaming, and, like, gaming business in general. Um, they, I guess, it sounds like they uh, funded or helped to kind of get this project going um, called New World, and it's an MMO. Okay. So, on the computer, I believe. The, the game itself is a MMO where you play as colonizers in like the title of the game says the new world. Mm -hmm. This new world is not it's, it's so it's, it's a very like confusing kind of thing. So I'm going to start from the beginning. This is from um, let's see Colin Campbell on Polygon. And it was kind of a um, opinion piece and he played, he played some of the game and had opinions on it and just like the um, kind of like lore of the game itself. So it takes place in kind of like a um, alternate history um, 1600s. Okay. Where um, colonizers from Europe, the old world, right? They, yeah, they look like Europe, but it, it, it's Europe, and it sounds like you can have it um, like any any um, ethnicity that you want, kind of thing. Okay. So it's basically like humans colonizing this new 
quote-unquote new world right which is like a continent somewhere in the ocean kind of thing across the ocean yeah yeah across across the ocean and but the the thing that throws it that that um colin was kind of talking about on here um that made made me kind of like look at it and be like oh this is a this is an interesting like point he's bringing up is that all the characters you play as look like um old world like uh british colonizers right they look like start yeah so they they look like (laughs) british colonizers right they have like the tricorn hats and the muskets and yeah um the like what is those uh overcoats is that the right word but they have have, have the 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 trench coats yeah they kind of the trench coat um uniform mm-hmm. kind of the buttons thing going down on. the middle kind of thing yeah yeah and they have like saddlebags and stuff um apparently you can also do magic in here so that's how you know this is this is clearly a video game alternate yep, history not real kind world of stuff. <laughs> but um his his kind of um issue with it was that you all the characters you play as look like colonizers right and the goal of the game is to kind of like it's a sandbox mmo style game yeah so you go to this unexplored um uh continent basically and you're setting up shop right so you're going living your life you're building cities um villages things like that but there are um creatures in there and i forget what they're called but they're they're basically um let me see if i can find it real quick they're basically look like these infected like zombie things that uh kind of um similar to um uh like uh world war z Mm. stuff like they they run and they kind of look gross yeah all these kind of things um they're basically okay so they're called the corrupted or the withered right um it says that they don't have identifiable cultures but are extremely hostile to settlers right yeah so i'll let that sink in for a second um the game lore also says that they were former settlers who have been corrupted by the island right so the the story in here is that the island is corrupting has corrupted people that have tried to live on it okay right? so these former settlers like quote unquote um were corrupted and now they just attack anybody that they come across um but uh colin campbell's kind of uh like moral dilemma with this game is that it strikes him as kind of being a it it, it doesn't seem as alternate history as as we would like it to be i think right where it's like you're dressed up as european colonizers and you're colonizing this new world continent and it sounds a lot like what happened in the real world yeah and like when he when he kind of talked to i think he talked to the developers of the game and stuff like the developers were like legitimately like like shocked like they were like they're like that's what you're getting from this kind of thing but i think it's a legitimate kind of no yeah because when when you look at it Mm -hmm. again i'm going to dive into my history oh yeah yeah. nerdism Mm -hmm. nerdism here but uh if it's any kind of european country coming to the new world which was which was the americas Americas, yeah um they came over again christian yeah yeah newcomers um coming to this new world and the native americans they saw as savages Savages. and unhinged uncivilized beings that were i don't think they ever used the word corrupted yeah yeah. but just unsocialized not right in the mind people yeah yeah so the comparisons there are a little yeah it's a little bit dicey and i don't don't like the sound of it it's very strange oh yeah very strange um 
Uh, I think there's only one more point here that I wanted to bring up because it, it kind of like fed into that whole story we were just talking about. But the um, he he brought up like history kind of stuff where um, in like the real world, right? Um, he was saying that in like some areas when like European settlers would get there, the the native people were kind of like suffering from the plague and stuff because yeah. they didn't have like these resistances to the European the European diseases, diseases and stuff because the Europeans had already gone through it. Yep. But yeah, so they, some of them were like suffering from the plague and surprise, like that stuff messes with your mind. And so you seem crazy even though you're not and you're just sick. Yeah. And and like he talked about it in there as like the, the settlers of the time like took that as like, oh, like God is telling us that this is like our right to claim because Christian. it's like, what was that? Like, um... Like uh, it's like Darwinian kind of thing, yeah. where it's like the people are gonna be rooted out that don't belong, and the survivors are the strong ones and stuff. And it's just like, ooh, like I don't like the sounds of of how this real history seems to be lining up with now, the, old, like with the alternate history in this game. The the real the real question will be to see if this these colonizers have a some form of religion. Oh, in the game if I they and they use that as like a <laughs> as a tool to help yeah free these people yeah and i think i think the thing that that would stop that from happening is the fact that it is an mmo game so yeah. every player in there is is like taking i don't i don't know if they have they, like they might have npcs in there i don't know a lot about the game because this is like a pretty new thing for me mm-hmm. um but if you're if you're going in and you're being a part of the game, basically you are the blacksmith or you are the carpenter and things like that, and you're kind of part of the towns that are being built. Yeah. So it sounds like it's very like player created. So unless the players are being like, I am the missionary priest and I am speaking the gospel <laughs> and stuff, <laughs> then I'm just the like, whoa, man, whoa, calm down over there with with this this kind of like too real yeah. going on, little little too real. <laughs> yeah, he he, um, Colin took it an interesting way too, where he um, talked about it in terms of the fact that it's 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 funny that a company he says a company as controversial as Amazon is the the one that is. Um, kind of like helping this game become a reality kind of thing where it's like Amazon is is famously known for being like exploitative of its workers and stuff yeah and then like the whole premise behind this game is like going in and like taking colonizing over this, yeah, a, colonizing this continent like taking it over for yourself kind yeah, of thing that word's not it's like not nice to be thrown around like that yeah just like ooh man so interesting yeah. kind of things there. I don't have like um, a specific question behind it. Right. It was just an interesting. Yeah. Very interesting kind of thing. I'll be, I mean, I, I tend to kind of look out for MMOs as they kind of pop up every once right. in a while. One kind of grabs my attention and I try and go, try and go play it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was an interesting little impression piece to yeah. kind of throw in there. Even like with things like this, like even like the Pocahontas Disney movie, I'm oh, not yeah, a yeah. huge fan of because of its total <laughs> yeah. just blatant. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're the characters are real and stuff, but we can just say a racism. <laughs> basically, and like oh, everything was happy, and there was one oh, bad yeah, guy yeah. that did everything. And, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, man, it's like rewriting history kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, to make it seem all nice and cheery, yeah, see, make it seem okay. And it's like yeah. eh, and not really. Let's not let's not sell things short here. Yeah, <laughs> for how bad it was. Uh, but you know what's not bad though is this next story I'm about to oh. drop on you. And this is a very short story. 
It's not even like really a story. It's more of a um, oodles of deals kind of thing going on. Oodles of deals. So um, I thought this was a cool thing just because uh, we always hear about Humble Bundle, right? Yes. It's like a chunk of games that you can buy for like anywhere from like one to like so many dollars kind of thing. And the more money that you spend, the more games in the bundle that you get kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But in my knowledge, I've only ever heard of this being a thing for PC games. Yeah. And apparently there's a Humble Bundle out for PS4 stuff. Oh. And I thought that was, I thought cool. that was cool. That uh, this is, is like cool. the first thing I've heard of it from. Uh, this comes from Chris Reed at IGN. And so he said that there is... So you can spend anywhere from $1 to $15 on a tiered collection of PS4 games. Okay. Um, let's see. The sale or the Humble Bundle is valued at, I guess, the, the total thing. Includes nine games, valued at $239. Wow. Um, and you have to grab it before February 12th. So that's literally okay. like Couple four days. more days before it, the deal's gone, right? Um, I'll kind of go through the, the list as he has it on here. So if you pay $1, right, you get Grim Fandango Remastered, which is normally 15 You get The Bard's Tale, which is normally 10 And you get Inner Space which is normally 20 Okay. So spend $1, you get, what is that, um, $45 worth of games. Not bad. Right. Um, just like the normal price, not like sale prices yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. right? Um, if you pay, and this is just like quote-unquote more than average, <laughs> which I think, I think if I understand it right, the way they do it is like they have an average number yeah. that people spend, and if you pay more than that, then you, you, get, get, those, you get those additional things. Um, so that gets you the first three, plus Layers of Fear, which is $20 normally. Wasteland 2 Director's Cut, which is normally $40. And it's a um, strategy RPG kind yeah. of thing. Pretty, pretty cool game looking. My interest was up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit. Um, then you get the Talos Principle, oh, okay. which is an interesting I mean, like puzzle slash like mind-bending kind of game in there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I said that already. Normally $50 for that game. And you get Broken Age, oh, which is normally a, 15 It's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. So it's now, interesting. Two, two Double Fine games there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now if you pay 15, right, you get those previous seven, plus you get Killing Floor 2, which is normally 30, and something you would like, which you have um, via Game Pass, Shadow Warrior 2, which is normally $40. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So $15 gets you nine games, total of $239 without any sale going on. They should do that more often. That's cool. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I really like the selection of games they got yeah. i know i know they have like two of the um double fine games like the adventure games in there which is like it's like okay and i think i i own a bunch of these games yeah. so i i obviously can't take part because i'd only be doing it for like uh what is that one two uh, three i'd be doing it for three <laughs> games three of the nines so it's still a it's still a cool thing, I think, and I, I don't oh, yeah, know I if I assume it's probably digital codes that they. Be doing I would I would think so. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to ask how you do it. Yeah, because I, I I can't imagine there's a going to GameStop. I want these two. Here's a dollar. Give me these games. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't imagine there's a like physical version of Layers of Fear. You know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's I think that's a little, little cool cool deal they got going on. I agree. That is cool. And yeah, hopefully they do more than that. I I would, or like in, in time kind of thing, Mm -hmm. more, more PS4 bundles, but, um, nice, um, nice timing is a flash sale started up today on the PS4. There we go. Um, going to be honest, a little bit trash, a little trash for that flash sale. They happen sometimes. Yeah, it does happen sometimes. I I think I'm saying it's a little trash because it's a very small amount of games for Uh. a flash sale 
and it's not a if i remember right it's not a huge amount of quality games it's always the same games they always put in flash sales kind of but yeah it's not a, not a great flash sale and i think even as flash sales go it's like uh, i want to say like the average amount off is like 50 percent uh, maybe less which is not really a flash sale yeah. in my mind like flash sale for me is like what you're getting up to like the 70s and 80s kind of thing mm-hmm or you're getting those things we used to get for like the PS PS3 early PS4 days, which was like dollar flash oh, sale yeah. games kind of thing. I was yeah. like, yes, give me this. That's Obviously, those are old <laughs> games, but man, that'd be so cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's going on over there. Also, I think the um, this week and that flash sale I think goes till probably Monday. Well, okay. Um, this week though, they have the um, Ubisoft sale going on. Yeah, I saw also. that. Yeah, so that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Far Cry Five, fourteen ninety nine. I know. I was really tempted. Really I tempted. I was tempted and I gave in. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. It's one of my February. <laughs> I've I've heard it's really. It's Far Cry, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be mostly the same gameplay, but the story is really cool. Yeah, I have Bad heard guy. good things, and I'm just like, man, I want to experience it. It's been ages since yeah. I played a Far Cry That's game. That's one thing about Far Cry. The gameplay may be super repetitive. And yeah, the world, it's a shooter yeah, kind of thing. But the villains are always super good. Voss. Yep. Voss. Um, um, Pagan Men. That's it, yeah. I was going to say Pandan. Yeah. I'm like, That's the name of a food. <laughs> and this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to play Far Cry 5 mm-hmm. and... Add that to the list of things I'm trying to get through. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so a little, little little, sweet teaser in there at the end of my number of stories. There you go. So get those get those deals before they just disappear. It's good know? that you said something nice because the story I'm jumping into is really, really depressing. Uh-huh, and just, yeah. Just terrible. Yeah. Um, article on ta- Kotaku. I was uh-huh. going to say Kotaku. <laughs> um, by Ethan Gatch. Um Article is called Team Fortress 2 YouTuber Returns Three Years After Faking Terminal Illness. Jeez. Now, I'm going to read most of this because it's 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 a story. Okay. Good okay. old Mr. G coming to us with the yeah. news. Okay. Now, I've never heard of this YouTuber beforehand, so. Yeah. And in Team Fortress 2, I know the game. I don't know anyone tied yeah. to the game. Yeah. So. Me neither. Me neither. Um, okay. The popular Team Fortress 2 YouTuber known as SketchEck sketch with ek at the end okay has returned to the platform after a three-year hiatus with a new video video with a new video in which he admits to having lied about being terminally ill Jeez. in a now deleted video obviously originally uploaded to youtube in november of 2015 sketch act told his fans in the team fortress 2 community that he was suffering from a disease affecting his nervous system and that he didn't have long to live Quote, I'm very ill. My health is gradually deteriorating and the clock is ticking, so to speak. End quote, he said at this time. Now, in his first YouTube appearance since, as first reported by PC Games N, Sketchak admitted that he was lying. Quote, I thought it would be fun to convince a lot of people that care about me that I was fucking dying. He said, I have been feeling really bad about it lately. I can no longer bear the weight of my sins, which is why I decided to come out with the truth and apologize for lying. Now, this is a comment from a quote. Holy shit, dude. I'm glad you're okay, begins the top comment on the new apology video, followed by a post-publication edit. edit, Well, damn, that's a shame. Incredibly disappointed. SketchX's YouTube videos highlighted Team Fortress 2 gameplay, and it became really popular in that. And even... um, now, I wanted to read the whole article, but there's a lot. No, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's a couple other parts I wanted to talk about. Um, 
Um, following his announcement of his illness, the departure from the game, Valve, here it was, hmm. Valve even added a special new ability in one of Pyro's unlockable melee weapons, the character that Sketchek would use. Yeah. The Axtinguisher in March 2018 called Sketch X Bequest. Killing blows on burning people granted speed boost. The text read for the weapon. Okay. Neither Sketchek nor Valve immediately responded to a request for the comment for this story. Sketchek did say in the comments of his latest video that he doesn't deserve the tribute and hope it gets removed soon. Uh. Now, at the end of the article, he said something about why he did it. He goes into detail. Um, where is it at? Uh, oh, here we go. Um, quote, I am of the opinion you should be able to joke about anything you want as long as it's funny. But in this case, it really wasn't funny, he said. I really don't have an excuse. I mean, what can I say? I really love, I just really love the feeling of taking someone for a ride. I just took it too far this time. End quote. jeez. Oh, and he's apparently posting videos again trying to get back into the community and stuff people have been mixed about it. like oh man i don't want to watch you anymore and like well yeah. i'm glad it was wasn't real and you're okay and stuff yeah, yeah. but i, I want to get your <laughs> your thoughts on that say oh my gosh i'm trying to think of a i don't want to use greg miller as an example because no. he did have yeah no yeah i okay i, I if, if someone that i watched, watched did that kind of thing and he came back or she came back and said that was all joke I was lying about it. How would you? How would you take that? Like, would you continue to watch them or give them a chance, hmm. or would you be like, "Oh man, this is just, this is terrible." Yeah, I think, I think in in my opinion, I probably would. I mean, I think I think any kind of uh, like faking something that's serious puts like a, a bad taste in my mouth, mm-hmm. and that's I assume probably more so because i'm in the health field yeah. and i see people that have bad like conditions illnesses and, and illnesses and things and in my mind it's like it's like if you have these conditions you know how hard it is and for someone to go and like think that it's funny to pretend to have that kind of illness is like an insult to all the people that suffer from it yeah so yeah in, in that sense i'm just like oh that's a gross kind of thing you did there and i don't know why you did it even a before you continue, I want to oh, yeah. throw this little out. He went into one of his videos in 2015 when he announced he had this illness. Mm. He said, I've been talking to doctors and patients with other horrible illnesses such as cancer, and most would agree that talking about your misfortune more than is necessary sucks the life out of whoever is listening, especially yourself, he said at the time. He told the mm. viewers that he wanted to spend the time he had left with his family and doing unrelated things to YouTube and video games. It's, oh yeah doing things unrelated to you yeah games? and video games gotcha, like, okay. have spent time with his family and stuff gotcha okay so it was it was i don't know i almost i almost kind of take that as like obviously hindsight now that we're looking at the whole thing but like it almost kind of sounds like maybe that was a way for him to like get away like get away from the the video making scene and stuff so that he could have a break yeah without like totally just disappointing fans and whatnot <laughs> yeah but i mean man the way you go about it yeah I feel like I feel like you just you just if you really want to break that bad you just be honest be like hey guys like this has been a great ride but this is it for me and I'll see you guys if I see you in in real life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I I just man. thought it was very strange. What? Yeah. Three years. Yeah, he wrote this out. Yeah. I mean, so okay, so the so that that's my initial take of 
doing it in the moment kind of thing is like that's gross um i do respect that um his his kind of like response that he kind of that you kind of read a little bit his conscious came back and yeah that yeah that he he felt bad about it and actually came back to like tell people that it was all like a, a hoax and whatnot mm-hmm. he was upfront and honest about why he did and stuff so yeah yeah and then also like even the the kind of small things the the whole having a weapon in the game named after you kind of thing and like saying that yeah you hope it gets removed kind of stuff because you don't deserve it i'm like okay well at least you it sounds like in the past few years you've thought about it a lot and you've grown from it so i think that's it's respectable to be able to go back Mm -hmm. and own your mistake right and i agree with that yeah so very interesting sounds like sounds like maybe he's a better person than he was three years (laughs) ago let's hope but yeah Uh, that's a pc gamers am i right oh man that was us yeah. clapping and snapping. You know clapping what I'm and snapping. Trade for trade. <laughs> trade for trade. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Okay. Now to more... Uh, more exciting news. More exciting news, yeah. yeah. From uh, GameSpot uh-huh. by Eddie Makooch. Eddie Makooch. Don't touch my cooch. Um, the title is Death Stranding is a Miracle movie director says Mm. the director of Metal Gear Solid movie has already played Death Stranding and he says it's amazing. Now, the director is named Jordan Vock Roberts, and I should have looked him up earlier because I know he made a movie that I know of. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what he did. He did um, Kong Skull Island. Yeah. yeah. Never saw it, but apparently it was okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a no well-known movie, which is what I was getting at. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but, uh, I, was, I, thought, I thought I remember hearing the name yeah, of that movie. Yeah, it came out a couple years ago. Yeah. But uh, I'll read this now. Death Stranding, the next game from Metal Gear Solid creator Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. is already playable. And developer Kojima Project, Project, Productions, God dang, <laughs> Productions, is allowing outside people to play it. Jordan Vock Roberts, who is directing the upcoming Metal Gear Solid movie, which I hope is good, mm-hmm. recently tweeted that he's had a chance to play Death Stranding. In short, he was blown away, describing the game as a miracle. Now, this is his quote. You, period, are, period, not, period, ready, Vok Roberts said <laughs> of his impressions of Death Stranding. Um, so Hideo Kojima, again, more of the quote, let me play Death Stranding. The world is next level immaculate. It's like freebasing pure Kojima and Shinkawa. Not sure who Shinkawa is. Yeah, the name sounds familiar, but I can't I'm assuming right someone now. in that was related with the game. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Fury Road blew you, blew you away? but also made you, um, quotations, in the best, most thankful way, ask, what the fuck? How does this miracle exist? You are not ready. So this is, I think, the third person that's played this game and has raved about it. Uh Now, granted, one of the other, I don't remember who the third one was, but I know one of the other ones was... um, Ugh. Del Toro? No, who's the uh, the guy from Walking Dead? I can't oh, his um, name. Um, he's um, the main character. <laughs> one of the main characters. Crap. Oh, Bo he is the main Crossbow character. Crossbow guy. Yeah. Dang it. What's his name? Oh, main character of the game. I was the same Walking Dead. Um. Oh yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Daryl. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. I had to there say his go. Walking Dead name first. <laughs> Come on, Daryl. <laughs> uh, I think that's in the Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah, the. 
I believe Norman Reedus is one of the, if there's actually three, I believe he's one of the three. That's And, and I, mean, I take that with like a heavy grain of salt yeah, because yeah. he's a fan of Kojima and he's in the game. Right. So and, it's like, well, And this guy's well. directing Metal Gear, which yeah. is a Kojima mm. property. Yeah. But does this at all get you more excited or more interested in what you already are in Death Stranding, if any? Yeah. Like, thing? okay. I, I'll say that I am um interested in death stranding um more so because of the looks from some of the um gameplay stuff yeah like the trailer i think from when was it this last e3 um 2018's e3 Hmm. um the trailer they showed there with norman reedus's character um putting up that crazy like flashy robot arm thing yeah and then seeing the like shadows of bodies like around you and him having to like sneak through them i thought that was a really cool section Mm -hmm. and that was me like looking at him like what is going on in this game they never really showed like gameplay gameplay yeah yeah i haven't seen any like like, what what are you doing like how are you like yeah how are you just interacting with the world exactly yeah like i haven't seen any trailers that i know of where there's been like gunplay and stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know if this is like a shooter i don't know if this is purely a walking simulator if it's it's purely like um maybe like something like outlast where you're just you're just running from bad things Mm -hmm. kind of stuff (laughs) but um yeah i mean there's there's certain things in the game that make me interested i think the very first trailer that we ever saw where it was when the, inside the baby was inside well, yeah, there was there was that whole baby <laughs> the baby thing's always been weird for me i yeah. don't know what's up with with this I game and fetus baby either. things but um the the part where like there's like all the the whales and stuff on the oh, beach yeah. and they're all like they, they look like they're covered in like the same kind of oil that like the baby handprints and footprints were on mm-hmm. the sand and stuff but um, the the beings in the sky that were like floating towards Norman Reedus that made me interested because I was like like aliens like I'm I'm down for aliens <laughs> yeah, you know space game <laughs> I'm like space crazy aliens coming to like rule the world like that sounds cool and then the whole like what's it called a baby videos happened and like right. lining up the two trailers and like the baby blinks out of existence in one trailer to pop up in the other one if you sync them up exactly yeah and I'm just like this is so, so strange this is straight up kojima <laughs> all 100%. over it. but um the yeah like the there's certain things about the game that make me interested in it and i'll probably play it when it yeah, comes out for sure um, I think this see. is probably one that I'll have to like actually since there's nothing before it, right? It's not like we have to know about yeah the whole like series of Metal Gear. We've had to play all the Metal Gears three times, catch oh, all geez. these. <laughs> but yeah, since there's no like pre-game um, things to know about, um, I think this would be an interesting one to jump in like mm-hmm. when it comes out to actually kind of see what's going on and kind of experience it as everyone's experiencing it, right? Especially if there i feel like there's been talk of like the interconnectedness interconnectedness of like everyone playing the game has something to do with the game yeah I, I, and like that sounds cool to me there's like so what if on. the oh man something just popped in my head and kojima you can steal it if you want if he probably listening. already has <laughs> but um yeah, it's gonna be like one piece all over again man um but the speaking of one piece moment of silence for um the voice actor of whitebeard We love you, Kinryu Arimoto, I think is what I his think name so, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good guy. Great, great character, Whitebeard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going back into what I was saying. Um, the It would be crazy 
if you know that scene so the scene i described right with the metal arm and the flashing bulb and stuff yeah it'd be crazy if all the like shadows were other people playing the game and that you would have be to cool. get around them because they're trying to get around you and everyone else playing that would be cool that'd be insane and if you bump into each other it like freaking like they grab you and you have to like shake them See, off now and stuff. you're gonna be more excited for this game that would be pretty cool man <laughs> it's like oh man it's like breaking my mind if if the so if, if you if you bump into a shadow thing right and it grabs you in your game it's like the shadow is grabbing you but in the other person's game that they bumped into you and you bumped into them They're, it's like you're grabbing them and oh, you guys have to fight against each other to rip free so weird that'd be insane oh, steal it right out of my brain <laughs> kojima just do it <laughs> Oh man, that that was the other person, Troy Baker, because he's in this game. Oh yeah, he said something on Twitter about it, and okay. I trust Troy Baker. Yeah, okay, because I I thought that was Troy Baker's yeah. voice in like the newest like trailer kind of thing that happened. I was like, the, you you sound like Troy Baker, mm-hmm. and you're sticking this crazy like arm hell dog yep. on on Norman Reedus, and I'm like, if Troy Baker's in this game, something's going on. Yeah, because he but. he posted on Twitter. He said he spoke really really highly of it too. I'm like, oh man, okay, okay. Troy Baker knows what he's doing. All right, all right, I'm on board. That's, yeah, Troy Baker has got my vote. Mm-hmm. So Troy Baker for president 2020. You know? How about now? Oh man, how about now? <laughs> and yeah, that 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 was it. Just cool okay, little okay. article about death stranding that we'll get in like 10 years yeah what about how about you though are you have you been hyped for this game or are you i'm, I'm slowly building hype I'm, like i'm I am? slowly building hype okay okay because okay, when i i'm like you when i first saw the trailer i'm like what the freak is this yeah. <laughs> i've i've I, I would say i have a little bit more excitement than you do because i've played mm-hmm. the metal, the metal gear, gear solid and metal gear solid 3 is hands down my favorite game of all time yeah yeah so i like what kojima does i really do so yeah yeah because i was gonna say yeah you're you're invested in the kojima verse mm-hmm. you know so even like i never played yeah. pt but i've seen so many people play pt yeah i've seen mm-hmm. all the different endings i'm like oh this is so freaking cool mind yeah. blown <laughs> oh man we'll just have to wait and see what kojima does with, yep. with all these mind-blowing things he's doing for playstation i can't wait oh man but ah. i just thought of a great thing yeah. If nope, I got nothing. What's on the PSN drop? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the worst, the worst ever. But I'm gonna take you from the worst to the best, and I bring you to the entire list of upcoming games on the PlayStation Network, as listed by Justin Massenkill, coming to you each and every weekend oh, boom, from the Bros and Hustle co-host. Yeah. Weekend. I think I said that twice. Oh, man. That oh, terrible. my gosh. <laughs> I was like, okay, what am I going to say? Nope, I got nothing. Oh, Mine man. went blank. I feel like that was, that was actually a, it could have been a perfect segue because we talked about a PlayStation game. Yeah. And I tried to end it on PlayStation. I wasn't so even catch thinking the about the and next. I was like, ah, nope. Wasn't even thinking about the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, um, so this week, oh, let me count real fast. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 17 games, guys. 17 is a good number. Baby. If you alphabetically turn the alphabet into... Well, that's weird. If you turn the alphabet into numbers, right? 17 is, is one of my numbers because 14 number. plus 3 is 17. And 14 is the... Sorry, N is the 14th letter of the alphabet c is the third oh and c 14 plus three all right 17 that's my other number there you go but going back to the psn drop though good stuff this week and this is one of the um crowded weeks 
crowded yes. with a bunch of big games. So um, first up, we got Alvastia Chronicles coming to PS4 and PS Vita. Cross buy. I love cross buy games. Who and I think looking at the style of this, it looks like this may be a game by Chemco. This looks like their art style from late. Um, but yeah, so it says set out on an adventure in a retro-styled world. After encountering the man who killed their parents ten years ago, Elmia and her brother Alan set out to avenge their deaths and restore peace to Alvastia. Alvastia, I like it. Yeah, I like it. There's like a cool-looking purple lady in here with horns all over her body, and it sounds cool. You know? Yeah. Um, after that, um, a, a game series that I'm slowly getting into because I'm I've played uh, what is that like the first I don't know fifteen percent of the first game. And I enjoy the I enjoy the style of like um, visual novels from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Code Realize Wintertide Miracles. So this is I believe the third game in the series. Wow! So coming to PS4 and PS Vita. Oh! Digital and retail out on the 14th. So Valentine's Day. It totally makes sense. This is a game about visual novels and romance. Game about visual novels. Yeah, it's a visual novel game about romance, romance. coming out go. on Valentine's Day. What could be better? You know. It's true. Um, sp- spoiler for people who are unaware, though, you play as the female in this game, as you do in, in a lot of these um, visual novels. And if it's anything like um, Amnesia, what was that game? Is that game just called Amnesia? Amnesia oh, Memories, I think? Something like that. Memories Lost? I don't know. Yeah. There was a game, there was a visual novel that was on the Vita called, I think, Amnesia Memories or something. I have a platinum in it. I forget what it's called. But... That was a great game, mm. really great. And you played as the girl in there, and you choose between all these different guys and stuff. And that was totally my jam. I love that stuff. Dream the, yeah, that's the American version. Yeah, I have to see if I can get behind it. I don't know. <laughs> the I mean, because because I can I can um, relate in the sense of um, it's easier for me to get into the headspace of it if it's like I'm playing as the female and choosing like the guys yes. because the guys all have to be good guys, and in my mind, I'm like. I I can see which guys are good, mm. and then choose the correct one. And it's like it's like I'm seeing the girl make the correct choice based off of who I think is the best guy. You know, oh, okay. that's how I kind of like wrap my head around it. Right. And then the story is just amazing in general in the backgrounds. But um, I'm gonna get right back into Code Realize Wintertide Miracles. Discover go. a new Yuletide tale as the Steel City is covered in a blanket of white. Uncover fresh intrigue as Cardia delves into the mysteries of her own family and the dashing sweeters. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, fun fact, in the first game, as far as as far as I've gotten, and I know it's in the first game, I don't know if it's in the other games after that, um, the main girl that you play as has some kind of poison in her body that if she touches people, it like erodes them like they were bathed in acid. And well, they just they just dissolve kind of thing. That's a twist. Yeah. So it's like she she can't touch people, and has to find ways to have love. You know, dude. That's just like a Korean drama. I am not a robot. The dude Is has a, a disease. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Korean dramas. Oh my gosh, what's happening? He has a allergic. Uh, he's allergic to humans touching him. Oh, or him that's a real touching thing. Humans, yeah. and he'll like break out and he'll die if he has contact for too long. Yeah. But he finds love because the main girl of the show, he can touch. She's the oh, exception. Oh, there you go. That's so freaking good, man. Oh, man. Now I want to play Code Realize and see if it's the same. There you go, man. You <laughs> can do it. You can do it. Um, after that in the drop is Conarium coming to the PS4 
on Tuesday. Ooh. Conarium is a chilling game following four scientists who challenge what we normally consider the absolute limits of nature. Ooh, inspired by H.P. Oh, Lovecraft's novella At the Mountains of Madness, but largely set after the original story. I like that. I like that H.P. Lovecraft is yeah, in there. Yeah, he's crazy, crazy story person writer. <laughs> Creator. <laughs> crazy, crazy <laughs> story person writer. I love it. Oh, my gosh. After that, we got Degrees of Separation coming out on the 14th, Valentine's Day again. Mm. This one looks like it's probably some kind of... Mm. Um, what is that? We're looking for romance oh, thing going man. on in the story. Um, Degrees of Separation is a 2D puzzle platformer in which duo Ember and Rhyme use their contrasting powers to manipulate heat and cold to overcome obstacles. Through cooperation, they will learn about each other and the fate of their worlds. It's got a cute like separation of like summer mm. and winter, and they're like putting hands on the dividing line. They look real sad. Yeah, you know, you know what it reminds me of though. Huh. You ever watch that uh, <laughs> Christmas? claymation i'm mr heat my oh. i'm mr <laughs> yeah. that's what that reminds you of. <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i guess it makes sense yeah she's got like some like fiery looking red hair mm-hmm. you know um coming up after that we got eden tomorrow for psvr on tuesday uh, developed exclusively for PSVR, Eden Tomorrow is a story-driven sci-fi action adventure. The main characters are a human plagued by amnesia and a drone called Newton, who must work together to survive on this hostile alien planet. Yeah. The scale looks nice from the picture. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks interesting. But the, it's weird, so. the, the sentence in there was weird, I think, at some point. The main characters are a human player. There you by go. Anisha That's the R and I feel a like the R. Yeah, I guess the, I guess the R works. It's just a weird sentence. Like I've never heard it. You people be like the main characters are blah 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 and blah blah blah. It it still makes sense. I think Maybe grammatically, it's just a the it's A. Funny. I think the A's throwing me off. Like the main characters yeah. are because you don't really say the main characters are a human. The mm. main characters are human play. Oh, see now that doesn't. Yeah. It's That's like it's weird. like it totally makes sense grammatically. Yeah, like I can see it makes sense, but, but it saying sense it sounds mind, weird. Yeah, yeah. Moving on from there, one of the big games, one of the big guns, Far Cry New Dawn New coming Dawn. out on the fifteenth. So I think yeah. this, that must be the Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday. Yeah. Um, dive into a vibrant post-apocalyptic Hope Hope County, Montana, seventeen years after a global nuclear catastrophe. Spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, lead the fight against the highwaymen who seek to take over the last remaining resources or fight alongside a friend in online co-op. That's, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, Far Cry New Dawn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say this is a pretty bad description. Of yeah, the, not the a thing. great. Not like, a one, spoilers for the first game. Yeah. Two, like, like adding in, you lead the fight against the highwaymen, blah, blah, blah. Or fight alongside a friend online co-op. I'm like that's not a single story is not very good. Then. Yeah, I mean, it's not a very like compelling description no. of it because it's basically Far Cry New Dawn, aka Rage Two. Mm. Yeah, that's the, a lot of people have been yeah. doing that comparison because <laughs> the pink and all the yeah the pink and vibrant colors and the post-apocalyptic yep yeah. setting. But yeah, I've heard people talk about that too. And at the same time, like I can see it. And also I see there's differences. Like, yeah, for sure. Rage 2, you have like crazy abilities. And, and it's crazy very like steampunk and, and also post-apocalyptic. But this one is very just like guns and card, not cardboard, um, taped up barrels and stuff. <laughs> cardboard you know, it's up like, barrels. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> I don't know, like um, people are trying to make makeshift weapons yeah. after, after an apocalypse kind of thing. 
But this is like right after the apocalypse. The other one, Rage 2, is like, it looks like way yeah. after it happened. Which mutations is much have set in. Yeah, m- m- mutations, you got crazy super abilities, and it's just like, that sounds like way more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, though, we got Hyper Jam. And this looks cool. It's like a lady cool. samurai kind of thing going on. Um, Hyper Jam is a neon-soaked arena brawler with a dynamic perk drafting system that makes each match different from the last. The fusion of lethal weapons, stackable perks, furious combat, and a killer synthwave soundtrack will keep you coming back for more. Synthwave. Synthwave. I've never heard of that type I've of music. Never either. I want to experience it. We're though. old. <laughs> Let me know if there's a platinum trophy in there. Well, it probably is. Hopefully, I know that. Um, where was it? Degrees of separation doesn't have one, which makes me sad. Mm. Um, Intruders Hide and Seek is coming out on the 13th. Um, oh, it's got a creepy looking I read the description thing. prior to this, and it makes me definitely not want to play the game. Oh, yeah. Intruders Hide and Seek is a first-person stealth game, an intense thriller combining psychological terror with the point of view of a defenseless boy. What? You got to play as a boy? That sucks. Um, three dangerous intruders. Three of them? Jeez. It's Home Alone if it was, like, rated M. Oh, that's awful. Three dangerous intruders slip into the house, and your only option is to hide. Nope. Ugh. I don't like like that, man. Also, why are they coming after this boy for? What did he do? Um, I don't know, man. Next up, though, Jump Force. One of the big boys. Big boys. I have issues with this. Oh, man. I hope hope it's good. I I hope it's good, too, but seeing trailers, like, the, the animation and the, char- the character stuff they look cool yeah it looks cool but it is like you're in your mind you're thinking of like and not just my mind but it is like pound for pound the same game as j stars yeah, okay just more enhanced it's yeah. literally the same combat well i'm sure there's more combat yeah. i mean obviously yeah neither of us have played it obviously same looking fighting stage same uh, i don't know yeah well, i, I want to be see, helpful man. for we'll this see but um, the f- most famous manga heroes are thrown into a whole new battleground, our world. Uniting to fight the most dangerous threat, the Jump Force will bear the fate of the entire humankind. <laughs> Ultimate Edition launches on February 12th. Why? Why? <laughs> Why is that in the script? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the update, I guess. Oh, man. So next up, the King's Bird which is something I'll be talking about in segment four of the mm. podcast. Um, coming on Tuesday, escape into a world kept secret by a tyrant and discover the truth about your freedom. The King's Bird is an artistic, momentum-based game that seamlessly combines precision platforming with physics-based gliding. Nice. Yeah, and I'll get, I'll get more into that later on. Uh, we got the liar princess and the blind prince. This is a this is a pretty cool looking game. I like the um, trailer that I saw a while ago about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read the description. After accidentally blinding a noble prince, a wolf dons a princess's a princess disguise to help set things right. Transform between the wolf and the princess to solve puzzles, evade traps, and guide the prince through the da- sorry through the dangerous <laughs> forest toward a cure. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think the the trailer was a decently long trailer. It was like maybe uh, I want to say two and a half minutes, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Um, but it's, it it looked it looked cool though. It's yeah. like it had a very um, kind of like somber, interesting premise with like the whole. I think like it has like because uh, there's no spoken words that I that I saw in the trailer, but it has just kind of like words come up on the screen, and it's like how can I was it how can I be near him? Or it seems like the wolf like like, and I assume the wolf is a girl. Yeah. The, it 
seems like the wolf is in love with the the prince, but she knows that she like is the one who took his sight, mm. and so she feels super bad about it. And she's like, "How can I be near him if I'm the one who took that like caused this. one of the most important things from him?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh man, my heartstrings! You're yeah. pulling at him." This is this is also one of the games I picked on the Switch. <laughs> oh, there you go. Spoilers. Um, yeah. Next after that, yeah, this is this is man, this one. I almost put in as the um, NIC pick. Really? Almost did. Is it that good looking? I don't know. But (laughs) that was the reason why I chose the King's Bird instead is because I knew that one looked amazing. And this one I didn't have a time to watch a trailer for because I had school and clinic and stuff. Right. Um, But Meow Motors coming to the PS4 on Tuesday. Yes, it is. Meet the kitties, the main heroes of this go-kart racing game. Overcome obstacles by drifting through mines and bombs. Blast your competitors with astonishing weapons and gather power-ups to be the fastest driver on the track. Now this, I'm this surprised game, you're interested in this game. I am. Like, okay, my my whole thing of why this was gonna be on the on the NIC right was that we don't get a lot of cart uh, racers for no, PlayStation. We don't, unless it's like Crash or like yeah, Jack Crash Team Racing or... coming eventually. I'm, I th- we had Sonic. I'm sure at one point. Yeah, we're gonna have Sonic Team Racing, but like we don't get a lot of kart racers mm. and like in my mind kart racer the archetype being mario kart yes so it's like i want kart racers on the playstation the only one that i've played that i remember on the playstation was um bears can't drift yeah which was a fun little like zany kart racer game but nowhere near the polished level of a mario kart mm-hmm. which is why i'm just like i'm hoping that this i'm hoping will this will be, the be one, it you know let's hope it's cats and cars then yeah and i, I liked um i think i was looking at some of the trophies and I liked the um, weapon choices they have. Oh, okay. And I liked the, um, so I'll, I'll go into a little bit of those. They had stuff like um, uh, sticky gum, which I assume like slows you down or maybe sticks you in place completely if you run over it kind of thing. They had like mines. Their version of like heat seeking missiles, I think are like sharks. And I'm just like, nice. that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw sharks at people. Uh, I think they also have like um, slingshots with like nuts or something that you throw at people oh, and stuff. Okay. And pretty, pretty interesting like, range of weapons from the sounds of things it's not like they're just straight up taking like it's a it's a blue turtle that you throw and it goes after the first person yeah kind of thing. it's not not just blatantly ripping off things mm-hmm. but um that added with um the, the trophy yeah well, yeah I, I'm, I'm sure that i knew that's why you would like it <laughs> was the cats but um the i think if i remember right on the trophy list it looks like there was like a decent amount of trophies for like complete all the races in this um, world, complete all the races in this world kind of thing. And it was like seven or eight, maybe more, maybe a little bit less of like these different worlds that have all these different like areas. And I think plus two, one of the trophies is like, oh, you defeat like the main villain. So I'm like, oh, there's oh, some there's kind of boss. story going cool. on in the game. So that's why I was like, okay, that's interesting. This sounds like someone put like some decent like effort into it. Yeah. I think, what was the name of the. Uh, developer art vostok i think is like a vostok i think this is like the only game they have that they're making i don't think they have anything in their profile or in their portfolio from the past but i think it's like a developer over in russia that's like making this this cat-based mario kart-esque um kart racer and i'm like all right i dig it I'll, i'll i'll check you out but yeah so that's coming out tuesday so I'll have to, have to get my that, motors yeah. running to see how that runs on get the that PS4. Motor you know? purring. Yeah, man. I'll have to watch a trailer first <laughs> yeah, to see, to see yeah. what it looks like, obviously. But if it's if it's good, it could be the next hit kart racer, you know? Let's hope. Uh, another game coming up that I'm sure is going to be great. 
Metro Exodus coming out on the 15th. Yeah. So flee the shattered ruins of the Moscow Metro and embark on a continent-spanning journey across the post-apocalyptic Russian wilderness. Lose yourself in a sandbox survival experience and follow the thrilling storyline. I have always enjoyed watching you play these games. Yeah. They're, they're, it's a very like interesting type of game. It's not just like straight shooter and... It's like a mixture of like action thriller shooter gameplay kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah, I, I've always, I mean, I, I enjoy um, Russia as a like setting in general. And I, I think the Metro games have always been an interesting um, story kind of going on in the background. Yep. So I, I, I played the first one, played the second one um, originally on the 360 for both of them. And then got the, um, what's called the remastered versions for the PS4. And I think I even downloaded them on the Xbox because of Game Pass. Nice. So I, I just have them everywhere, basically. Right. <laughs> and I'm trying to go through, um, what's it called? I'm not going to do it at this point, but I was going through the PS4 game um, of like the first one plus the second one. Right. So I kind of re-get the story as well as like get the Platinums knocked out and stuff. But it's not going to make it in time by the time Metro comes. No. But I am I am excited to see Metro when it comes out because that's one of the few that I have that are still like Amazon um, pre-orders that oh, are coming okay. in. Oh, okay. So that's that'll, cool. that'll be something coming in next week. Um, something else coming in next week on the 13th, Minesweeper Genius coming to the PS4. Train your brain. Help Aristotle, the genius with a broom. Sweep the minefield to regain his memory and escape from the aliens' scientific experiments discovering where all the bombs are hidden <laughs> i never was a fan of minesweeper so <laughs> i don't understand why why, why is aristotle got a, yeah why is it aristotle and why is he got a broom for? i don't i don't know also i think his brain is just straight up in like a glass tube yeah. underneath that that like logo of the title it looks like it that's semi-disturbing right. sorry aristotle you've been <laughs> sullied and they gave you a broom yeah. <laughs> um next up we got mix-ups by paugi the, the creators of, what is that game called? Word Search by Paugi are back yeah. with another doozy for PS4 another and Vita. <laughs> Cross by, they know how to do it. Um, the mixed up anagram puzzle where three connected words are hidden among a jumble of letters. There's only one solution that uses every letter once and it's more challenging than you might think. Like shout out to Paugi. And I, I don't think that's the name of the developer at all. But, no. but Paugi's always on these games. Shout out to them, though. They have, like, the brain for these, like, puzzle things going on. Because it's one thing to make a word search puzzle. Yeah. Right? I'm sure you can generate those online and then just put the code in and whatever. I don't I don't know how it works for them. They probably had to do stuff. But then they made, like, the um, a similar experience with, like, Sudoku, but with words. Oh, yeah. So, like, all these words have nine letters in it, and they all use the same letters oh, in, like the form of like how a sudoku puzzle works it's creative and i'm like that's crazy like you had to actually figure out all these things and then do it unless there's a program for it which would be amazing Mm -hmm. i assume they created the program they had to yeah and then now you have like these anagrams and the puzzles and stuff i'm just like man you got a lot of like puzzle related brains over there yeah good for you guys yeah you guys are you guys are killing it over there just keep making games that have platinum (laughs) people will keep buying them i guarantee it like it'll happen yeah um, next up, though, we got Nekopara Volume 2. Now, we know Nekopara Volume 1 was a smash hit on the PlayStation. Just kidding. We don't know it was. The funny, but <laughs> I'll let you read the description first. And then I'll... Okay. So, coming out on the 14th, Valentine's Day is a big hit this year. Um, heartfelt Neko comedy open for business. 
this newest edition will feature a new opening movie and theme song, all new hand-drawn art from Neko Works, and new fully voiced story scenes. Now, the funny thing about this, you yep. told me about this a while ago, or we both saw yeah. it a while ago, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm interested in this. Well, okay. I looked it up yeah. and found out it was... Oh, yeah. There are there a bit of, like, hentai it's scenes like, in this. It's very scandalous, It's very you know? scandalous. Super scandalous. I mean, if you couldn't tell just from, like, the artwork, yeah. it looks like a scandalous game. It does. But it's, like, way more scandalous than I was expecting. A lot more. I think when you showed me that, I was like, whoa, What's Nicole going Parra, on here? <laughs> what are you doing? Also, guys, if you want to sell more games, I guarantee you, you just put a platinum on it. People will get it. You it's know? true. I'm sure people you are buying it anyways because there's some people out there who would enjoy this stuff. Yes. But just put a platinum. A whole lot more people would enjoy it, you know? Mm-hmm. I probably would have bought it. I don't oh, does it have a platinum? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Volume 1 doesn't have a platinum. I assume Volume 2 doesn't yeah. either. So I'm just like, yeah, no. It lost me. Bring me back with a platinum. Um, this one actually looks kind of cool. Uh, I'm assuming it's it's pronounced Ching, the land beyond. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, so it says Ching, the land beyond is an atmospheric first-person puzzle adventure game set in the afterlife. It was almost a tongue twister. Yeah, there. I almost got <laughs> tongue twisted. Um, in death, you will find yourself on a journey across a series of a mysterious fl- wait mysterious islands filled with the thoughts and personalities of those long lost. For some reason, I wanted to throw floating in there. Yeah. I don't know I'm why. I'm so glad. Like, I, I have really <laughs> hard time, like, reading out loud. Yeah. It's good to see that you sometimes, like, not often, but there's times where you, like, mess up a word. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. It's okay. tough, man. Reading out loud is tough. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, so that's coming to PS4 and VR. I, I guess it must be playable as PS4, too. All right. Um, but, okay, side story. And that's, that's the end of the drop for the week, right? Um, side story real quick. So... In Japanese class back in college, right? Um, back at Leeward, which we both attended. Yes, great college. Great, great community college. Um, great way to save money. Kids, if you're going to go to college, like go to community college yeah. first if you Get don't know what you're doing. Get your liberals out of the way. Yeah, go and do that. Save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Don't be in debt, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless your parents are going to pay for everything, in which case, I guess, Lucky you. do what you want and <laughs> apologize to your parents later if yeah. you're making them spend a lot of money. But um, went to... Uh, Japanese classic community college because um, I took it in high school and middle school before that. I just enjoyed Japanese language. Um, but I know that like my reading skills have never been like above par kind of thing for this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like kanji and everything. Like right. that's like, it's complicated. So um, when I when we would have to sometimes read out loud in class, I'd have to like involve my finger to like bring myself across the words and i would have to make sure that i wrote out the um the romanji? Hir- yeah the, the romanji the hiragana like above the kanji parts oh, where, I, really? where i was sure i was probably gonna mess up if it's simple stuff i can i can remember it but the ones that are like more exotic i'm just like okay let's write this out so i know because if they call on me i have to be able to read this <laughs> and so i'm just like okay i i start i go across i'm just reading the sentence like blah 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 and i'm just like man <laughs> i guess at the end and then the the class is the class is looking at me and i think the te- the sensei was like like nathan why do you read so slow with the thing and i'm like i'm like i'm not good at reading in another i'm language. not good at reading <laughs> i can't read in another language guys i'm not sitting here like absorbing like book material in another language you know? yeah i'm here like speaking it and i'm here listening to it i'm not like reading it 
No, I get it. That's, so that's it's, funny. It's rough, man. It's rough mm-hmm. out there. People who can just read another oh language, like, hats off to you guys, man. Even just reading it in your native language. In your language. own language. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, you guys hear me every week, like, mess up something on this. Me and you both. Job, so. <laughs> me and you both. It's tough, man. <laughs> but if I was looking at these games and I was like, man, Ching the Land Beyond sounds super interesting and I love Chinese <laughs> games, you know? I mean, Ching is, is, is a Chinese thing, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, that sounds weird. This is spelled out X-I-N-G for people who are not reading the drop, all right? it's I'm pronouncing it Ching because yeah. X in that language is C-H sound, all right? Let's just make that totally clear. I don't want people being like, oh, my God, Nathan's so racist. He's just like Ching Chang Chong. I was, I was laughing at that, but I was also laughing at you're, you're doing a, like, a segue into that, but you were like, you're like, you were thinking as you were saying it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what is he going to say? What is he going to say? Better than what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. But if I was like, man, Ching looks so interesting, but I'm kind of just feeling like dusting off my Switch, and mm. I want to know what new games are coming out over there, where can I go to, to figure out some of the cool stuff coming to the Switch next uh, week? You can go and listen to the Nintendo Weekly Switch Picks. Yeah. All right. I what got, do we got there? Um... I did have four games. Okay, okay. But you mentioned the Liar Princess and the Blind Prince. Mm-hmm. So now I have three. Gotcha. But this one, for, I'll just mention that it's coming out on the Switch on February 12th, 2019. Why did I say 2019? <laughs> I mean, yeah, this year. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, it's $20 on the store. So mm-hmm. I won't go into detail because you explained it already. But my next game. Oh, you're talking about the, that was the Liar Prince. Yeah, the Liar and the Blind and Prince. Prince. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, next one's coming out February 14th. Valentine's Day. Wow, is that normally a big day for games? I don't know if it normally is, but there's a lot of things coming out. Valentine's Interesting. Day. But uh, this game is Ollie Ollie Switch Dance. Oh. Now I played the Ollie Ollie games on the Vita. Yeah, yeah. And they're surprisingly really fun. Oh yeah, they really are. hard. Oh yeah, but really fun. If you, it's almost like for people who want um, the good old Tony Hawk games, but yeah, you don't but get like 2D. it. But two D, you get mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Um, this one's coming out on the 14th, and it's price point of $14.99. Basically, 2D. Um, I don't know if it's a sequel to or the first one. Um, let's see. Yeah, it makes me wonder if it's like the first game or like the first it, two. It, it says, oh, here we go. Ollie Ollie Switch Stance includes both Ollie Ollie and Ollie Ollie 2. Welcome oh, to Ollie World. Oh, there we go. So it's two games in one, basically. Nice. For yeah. $14.99. Not bad at all. That is good. Man. Definitely recommend it. All right, um, all right. My next one and i think you'll appreciate this one mm-hmm. maybe uh, is coming out on the 14th also valentine's oh, no. day you about to choose the one that was my favorite tokyo school Life. no you chose it. tokyo school Life. oh man looks originally so good originally 14.99 yes. but now it's 13.49 yeah pre pre-purchase 10 percent off yes i'll read the description a heartwarming summer love story that's all you gotta read yeah, basically. <laughs> if you want to go into more detail, you can read the description. Uh, but it's it so cute. It caught my eye because one, it's anime. Mm-hmm. Two, it's, it's romance. Romance. Slice of life. That's the main one. That's the main one. The slice of life aspect. Ah, uh, it looks so it cute. Looks, it looks really good. Man, my I'm just. God. I'm just oh my God. I'm Why so can't excited. we be high schoolers forever? Let's well, I don't want to be high schoolers. Now, my last one. Mm. And oh, wow, I didn't realize it was this expensive. But it's coming out on February 19th, so later. 
Oh, so that's like two weeks from now. Is that? Oh, that is two weeks. I'll just mention it now. Okay. We'll say it in name and then we'll talk about it next week as well. Steinsgate or Steinsgate. Oh, Steinsgate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good at that. I can't believe it that. I was so excited about it. Sneak preview for next week's Nintendo Switch picks. Because the anime is so good and sad. Yeah. I'm still, I still need to, maybe by next week, I need to figure out if that is a, like, a new game or if it's like the same games that have been out because there's, there's been two right so far and i need to know if this is like a this continuation one, or if it's like its own thing it's it's you know? based on the anime so it's yeah you're playing yeah. the anime okay so i don't know if the first two games are like that or not yeah i need to figure out i guess i need to watch the <laughs> maybe you need to watch me play the game yeah and see if it's like the anime. the anime yeah but okay okay so um so you you said tokyo school life which mm-hmm. i'm excited about um the King's Bird's coming to Switch on the 12th, and I'll get to that at the the segment for the NIC. Uh, we got Nekopar Volume 2 coming to the Switch oh, as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also on the 14th. Uh, but the ones I want to highlight in here that haven't already been highlighted are Toho Sky Arena Matsuri Climax. Which I just looked at before we started recording. Oh, that was the trailer you're watching. Yeah, I was looking at that because I I like the um, Toho universe. I don't know a lot about it. I've just seen it's got some cool stuff going on. Um, but it looks like a um, almost like DBZ style fighter game. Ooh. Except with the girls of the Toho universe. Right. Oh, that's my foot. Mm, playing footies here. No footies. <laughs> um, but the but yeah, so it looks like a DBZ style fighter, and it's like what's it called it's not amazing graphics because one i think this is the switch and then two mm-hmm. it's 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 toho they're not going yeah all out for these kind of things but it looked it looked pretty cool people who are unaware of the toho series it's t-o sorry yeah, t-o-u-h-o-u mm-hmm. so both long sounds um if you want to know more about it i assume just look up the word toho and a whole bunch of things will pop a up a bunch of stuff um but the other one on here that i thought looked really cool is called strikey sisters oh so strikey sisters coming out on the 14th by dya games so this is a from the looks of things it's a brick breaker game mm-hmm. in the style of the well-known game brick breaker oh i've never heard of that <laughs> game before <laughs> what's the other there was uh, a game Blast. Uh, shatter Sh- shatter yep. on the ps3 i know okay. that i talked about a lot um but it's a brick breaker game, right? So you understand the concept. It's like you have the bar thing at the bottom and you have to bounce the ball to like break all the blocks up above. Mm-hmm. This one, you are a character running around at the bottom and you, I think, swipe at the ball as it comes at you oh. to knock it back up to get rid of, I think, like um, obstacles and enemies in the world. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it has a kind of like a 2D-ish kind of um, look, almost like the, the old uh, Zelda games on the um game boy and stuff like that mm-hmm. or the uh, ne- uh the nest and the snes but um you can do it by yourself right you can be a lone brick breaker fanatic over here or you can do co-op in which two people are now running around at the bottom and like slapping up these like bullets and things that are like that are they're trying to like go and attack the different um obstacles and like enemies within the the game and right. i think there's also if i'm looking right there's also boss levels, I think. Oh, yeah. So like the, one of the screens they have on here is a boss fight that I, it looks like it's like a minotaur looking dude who's like throwing um, large warhammers at you. So you have to dodge the warhammers while also like batting up the 
um, projectile to make sure that it keeps on going up to like hit him eventually. Mm-hmm. And as it keeps hitting him, it'll take damage from a health bar to the very top. So you have to like do this enough so that you end up like defeating the boss as well as enemies and avoiding um, what's it called projectiles. Oh, so it's like um, it's like almost like a, a cool mix of brick breaker type games with um, what's the other type of game? Um, uh, not not on the level of bullet hell, but like you're you're constantly trying to avoid right. things, right? As well, so only only nine ninety nine on the fourteenth, so. Pretty, pretty Valentine's Day, man, for you single people. Yeah. Fall in love with your video games. Heck yeah, man. Just, just pull out your Switch or your PS4 or your Xbox One and just fall back in love with video games. You know? I said that as in saying, oh yeah, we're both single, but you're freaking mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, don't worry. Don't worry. It's, it, I'm, I'm still in love with video games. Oh so yeah, of course. Fine. Love my wife, but... No, I love my life. I love my wife more. There's no button there. <laughs> you say that because sometimes I'll start saying a sentence and then I'm like, nope, that Wait, sentence that doesn't make sense. sense in my head. So yeah. no, I love my wife more, but <laughs> I do love video games. So Valentine's Day video games. Oh you know? gosh. What's nice too is that um, before we move on, there's. It seems like in the the past like a uh, few years, there's always been like sales around Valentine's Day. And I kind of I kind of like that they do these sales like I've seen on the PSN where it's like a um, couch co-op um, sale kind of thing. So it's like they're they're doing it for people who are who are um, gaming couples kind of stuff. And right. Like, that's 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 a cool little way to incorporate sales around mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Which I was like, there's no reason to call it a Valentine's Day sale by itself. No. I'm just like I'm like eh, it's a little weird. <laughs> little weird guys. But yeah, they made a they found an acceptable way to do it. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Nathan. Huh. Go to your corner right now. I don't want to go to my corner. And think about what you haven't talked about yet. Uh, and what is that? Oh, my God. Sound like that hurt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I want to go to my corner because it's the Nindy Corner. I just call it the Nindy you Corner. Did the- <laughs> I tried to say Nathan and Indy, and I was like, no, that's a thing. It's oh, this episode is a mess. <laughs> Oh man, I can't combine my name with Indies because Nintendo has stolen it. Yeah, they already That's have that. Disappointing. I just have a last sad realization. The, the Chindy Corner. I don't like that. Or the. the I mean, the, it'd be like the Shindy Corner. In, I don't like that. Indie Cat Corner. The show, the show Kindy Corner. I don't show like Kindy that. Corner. I don't like any of that. <laughs> Let's just go straight into the NIC Nathan's mm. Indie Corner. This week. We got The King's Bird, which has been mm. mentioned a couple times already. Yep. Um, and it's being developed by Serenity Forge. So as we, as we learned, I believe, coming out on the 14th, along with so many games. Um, no, sorry, that's, that's wrong. On the 12th, my correction. It's beaten the game dump. Oh, the game dump. <laughs> the game dump. Um, but very cool looking um, gameplay. They have a trailer up on the Switch. I mean, the, the PS4 is not always having like the the games before they appear on there so it's a cool way to see a trailer of the game before actually waiting for the day that it appears on the drop or in the the new games release section right um but it looks colorful like gris Mm. right it reminds me a little bit of um 
I mean, obviously only in the sense that it's it's 2D. I was I was thinking of Limbo because you're playing as as a boy with like a cape. The boy can also transform into a bird, Ooh. and that's where the um, kind of like physics gliding kind of comes oh. in. So you kind of change back and forth between playing as a boy and transforming into a bird, and then back and forth like that to build up speed and make it through these like intricate um, maze puzzles mm-hmm. kind of thing. So you have to platform through these levels and do it in a way that you keep speed so you can continue to go. And if you start to lose speed, you take flight as a bird to dive down and then hopefully um, land in a in a platforming area as the boy who can like run back up the thing. Right. It looks like it takes probably a lot of thought process oh, to do man, these things. Yeah. But the gameplay looks super fluid. It does. So the I mean, just like the speed of the game though looks really like the diving thing. I'm like, oh my god, he's going so fast. Yeah, yeah, and that's see that might be a good reason for you to try it then too. <laughs> Sounds like Sonic Suck. fast. You know? Suck. Should be. <laughs> so there you go. So it's, it's that maybe that's another thing it reminded me of, but in like the the good sense where it's like it's got that speed and it looks like it's meant to be fast, like it's meant to be played fast. Mm-hmm. I think there's even um, on the because it's got a platinum. Oh, that's good. Bonus for the PlayStation side. Um, I think there's a trophy in there for getting out of a section of the game within like 10 minutes or something, which oh, okay. I assume is fast. Yes. It's got to be fast because otherwise it wouldn't be a trophy. Or maybe it would. I don't know. Sometimes people make weird trophies and they just don't <laughs> understand what they're doing. But it looks like a really fun game and it looks like it's got a cool kind of like semi-dark story in the background. Mm-hmm. And I've already kind of... Um, Read the description, so I'm not going to go back into it. It's basically the same thing on the Switch as well, description-wise. But coming out for $19.99 on the Switch, so I assume probably the same price on the PS4. That's not bad. Yeah, and it may be coming to Xbox. I don't know, but looks looks pretty good. It does look pretty good. I I will give you that for sure. Uh Now, we've seen from the trailer that... The boy in the king's bird can go fast. Yes. But can he go sonic fast, Michael? He can go sonic fast, but you know who can go just as or even faster than sonic? Supersonic? No. This is Shadow's super fast minute. What? No, what? We're changing it up. It's a nice little little change of pace. I'm going to do a, a little fun fact. I guess it's a fun fact about Shadow the Hedgehog. Now, let me give you a backstory here. Okay, uh, I try okay. to pull up the tab again because I closed it. But uh, Shadow the Hedgehog is basically Sonic's... I don't brother. Know, not brother. Evil twin. Almost in a sense, but they're not related. He was created by Robotnik and right, was his rival and all that stuff. Evil clone. Kind of. Wait, is, is Shadow a robot? He, no. That's Metal Sonic's the robot in the whole series. Shadow, no, no, yeah, yeah. Shadow's his own hedgehog. He's a real. How did Robotnik create Shadow? Again, I don't know. I okay, do let's know. Refer to the Sonic Bible and meet back in a week. <laughs> there you go. The Shadow Bible. <laughs> oh gosh. But uh, Shadow first was introduced in Sonic Adventure Two, mm-hmm. and great game by the way. But then he... is that where he got the machine guns? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> We're gonna get into that. Then a game called Shadow the Hedgehog came out uh, and it was on the gamecube and playstation 2 and all that stuff but yep. this one was such a much different tone than normal sonic games because yeah. he had a gun the hit third person shooter shadow of the hedgehog yes he had a gun he was shooting aliens there were swear words in it and all oh, that geez. stuff the game as a whole was pretty garbage yeah. pretty pretty garbage but there was a fun fact about it that i just read I'll read it to you. Okay. Before the game was released, it was going to take more advantage of the ESRB 
ESRBT rating. For example, some scenes had violent extensions, such uh-huh. as the opening showing a lone gun soldier getting shot in the opening, though he Jeez. can still be seen bracing for impact in the final version. And the flashback of Maria, which is Shadow's love interest. Oh, okay, okay. The, also- she's the Bat Lady, right? No, 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 no. She's a real person. No? Real person. Wait, what? Yeah, real person. We were, she was she was in Sonic uh, Sonic Adventure two also. Very very weird. Who's the Bat Lady? I'm thinking of Rogue Rouge 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 Rouge. Okay, gotcha. I always said Rogue, but it's Rouge. Is but she it, Knuckles's? Yes, interest. Yes. Gotcha. Basically. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting a lot. Basically, no, you're fine. Okay. You need the backstory for Sonic. I do. To, to I need enjoy to. More. I need to understand what's <laughs> happening here. But uh, in a flashback of Maria getting shot, originally showed her fall. Mm-hmm. The alien's green blood was originally red. And there were more instances of cursing, such as Shadow saying, what the hell was that all about in the intro? I remember that, actually. You do or don't? I do remember that. Oh, okay. However, the E10 Plus rating was created during development, causing some changes between pre-release and the final version. Contrary to popular belief, the Japanese version is not uncensored. Oh, okay. And I remember playing the Shadow the Hedgehog game, and every time Shadow dies... He would say, damn. Okay, yeah. And I don't remember if it was my mom or somebody, but when I was playing the game, yeah. like, what did he say? Did he say, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he said, damn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, really, really bad game that you should check out if you want to enjoy the Sonic uh, oh, lore. Geez. You mean the Shadow lore? As a whole, the Sonic lore, but yes, oh. the Shadow lore. For sure. Or for short, the Shore. The Shore. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> you you said it, man. <laughs> oh man, that is a mess. Good times. I love Sonic. Oh man, yeah. And you love Shadow. I do love now. Shadow too. Now we'll we'll have to see now if now 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 it's just like open so many avenues. It can be. Can be talking about Shadow Tails, super Knuckles. fast minute. It can be Knuckles's super. I don't know, Sonic Chili Dogs Fast Super Minute. Oh, geez. I don't like that. Let's just talk about Chili Dogs. I like Chili That's Dogs. That's true, but we're, it's going to evolve slowly into me getting you to play Sonic games, like uh, I said before. No. Yeah. I'm going to get a game. Like, okay. That I will I will concede I am going to play Sonic probably? Team Racing. Sonic Team Racing. Okay. That's that's baby Is it Sonic Team Racing or Team Sonic Racing? I don't You. I'm going to say Sonic Pack, Team so Racing, probably. Probably. Yeah. The good old stir the stir yep yeah. sonic team racing yeah, str it's yeah. good yeah that's a code name code name oh stir God. <laughs> oh man that's how i feel all the time yep. about sonic but this has been the bros and consoles podcast coming to you each and every weekend talking to you about video game stuffs and news and sonics and video games sonics and video game stuff <laughs> video game stuff video sonics games was in there twice because it's so important <laughs> but um if you guys have any burning questions comments or feedback just bring it all like my pee through your hands and force it out through the fingers into the typies and put it in a sweet email to bros and consoles at gmail.com people are going to stop listening to us after this episode (laughs) no come back it's fine um but if you guys don't have an email which i guess is maybe possible yeah maybe i mean I don't have an email in the sense of like you don't know how to email. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe Could that's be. a thing. You know. Maybe. Maybe then you have Twitter, in which case I am Lightning at NH on Twitter. There you go. And maybe you have Instagram, in which case Michael is the actual magic the actual Mike. magic Mike on Instagram. Yeah. 
So if you guys want sweet updates about podcasts and video games on there, follow just us. hit us up on there. Follow yeah. us on there, you know? Um, other than that, I'll see you guys on Apex Legends if you jump into that sweet game. <laughs> and I <laughs> won't see you on God of War. That's I'll be true. that by myself. Yeah, he'll be by himself. <laughs> <laughs> But for real though, I'm not, and and just just so people understand, I'm not being paid by Apex Legends. <laughs> I just love the games. So yeah, just go play, it, guys. I, yeah. It's free. <laughs> but we will see you guys again next week. Peace. Peace out.